Righto, trendsetters, rug up with us this winter. Next merch drop coming in hot. 14th of May, Tuesday, 6pm at alphablokes.com.au. We've got our two hoodie designs. These designs won't be coming back. We've got a light colour. We've got a dark colour. These things are unreal. We can't wait for you to start wearing them around the flats and rugging up next to the fire. 6pm, Tuesday, 14th of May. Don't miss out. Cure them what you want, knee knockers, golden nuggets, thigh slappers. But our friends at Manscapes refer to them as the boys. Not every man has children, but every man is responsible for their two boys below the waist. When your little guys have more hair than they need, trust Manscaped for all your grooming dreams. Boys need love too, so join the 10 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com and using the code ALPHABLOKES for 20% off plus free shipping. You heard it here first. The boys are back in town. Every man knows how scary it can get when you're going for the close shave below the waist. That's why I trust Manscaped for all my sensitive areas. Introducing the Lawnmower family, including the Lawnmower Pro 3.0 Plus and the 4.0 Pro and the 5.0 Ultra. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. For the best your boys have ever looked, trust Manscaped. I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I'd like to take this chance to apologise to absolutely nobody. The double champ does what the f*** he wants. Welcome back to another episode of the Alpha Blokes Podcast. Here to give the everyday battler a voice, delete head noise one laugh at a time. As usual, let's crack a uh, better beer, lads. Oh, we're cracked already. Well, yeah, there you good. go. Get that India. <laughs> Drog in a can, win the 10, the athlete's choice. Mm. Cheers, boys. Um, now, I'm sure you've all heard of OnlyFans, you deviant fucks, <laughs> but have you heard of OnlyCans? Uh, hey. Today, we have the legend behind Only Cans on to have a chat. He also has a YouTube channel, Kenny Brody. How are you, legend? Yeah, not too bad, mate. Thanks for having me on. No worries. Thanks for coming, bruss. Trip down from Townsville at school holiday time. That would have been a cunt. (laughs) 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 To put it lightly. There was a lot of caravans and then... uh... Yeah, it was a busy week. I um, woke up, my car wasn't stolen, so that was real good. So Mm. I ended up bringing the missus car down because I took mine in and bloody... uh... Get the injectors done. Turns out the motor's cooked, I think. So Really? Oh, no. That's going to be pricey. But um, anyway. She's pretty wild up in Townsville, mate. Like, do you live in an area where there's plenty of the old theft and crime and stuff? Or are you pretty yeah. good? Yeah. Oh, we built in a new area probably 10 years ago. But, um, yeah, it's pretty rough everywhere. I think it's about seven cars a night or something when it gets bad. <laughs> Have you got a big angry dog? I've got lassie dogs, like big fluffy ones, but the yeah. boy one will get you. Oh, and you'll like it. The missus got a snag dog. Hey, look so at that. If, yeah. if the fluffy one doesn't get you at the front, the snag dog comes out and gets you by the stroke. I think it's a given, though. you got to have a dog in an area like that, yeah. don't you? No, nah, you got to. Keeps you honest, thief out anyway. Yeah. yeah. Can't be fucked in that yard. It's got a dog. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Ah, sweet, bro. So what, come down last night, did you? Yeah, shot down yesterday, just casual drive. Yeah. Um, Casual nine hours or whatever it is, but <laughs> casual. Plenty <laughs> <laughs> of thinking time. Yeah, yeah. Well, listen to a few podcasts on the way down, and yep. yeah, got in dinner time last night. Had a feed, had a couple of beers at the, the local around the corner. Yeah, which where'd Angry you go, stuff. mate? 
Where'd Young, it go? Yeah. Straight across the road from the motel, uh, the Queens, I think it was. Oh, oh yeah. up here. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. that's, that's right. not too bad. There's still some characters that get around that joint. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, there's some fucking yeah. weapons here, right? Yeah, I did a little bit of people watching, got some Chinese <laughs> and went back to the hotel, but... Happy days, mate. Yeah. His, his wife there doing karaoke. He was, he was all right. Was he? Yeah. <laughs> Sweet ass. Oh, yeah, Sunday night, yeah. Mm. Mate, why don't you tell us a bit about yourself? What do you get up to for a crust and stuff like that, apart from pounding cans? <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, I originally did my time as a, a fitter and turner, fitter machinist back in the day. Yep. Um, so you must that. be a good bloke. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> that's no a, lucky. Yeah, that bit on. Yeah. Yeah, grew up in the Isa. Um, and then yeah, after I finished my apprenticeship, I sort of migrated to the coast, as everyone does, went over to Townsville. Yep. Been there probably oh, 15 years or something now, a fair while. Yep. Um, and then, yeah, went through working at um, refineries and um, went out coal mining for a bit. Yep. Um, and then, yeah, worked my way into a bit of a, you know, coordinator gigs and leading hand gigs and that sort of stuff. And then um, sort of just kept going with that. Once you're a staff grub, you got to sort of keep going. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, been, you know, breakdown coordinators, maintenance coordinator. And then um, went over to the rail industry. Used to look after a workshop in um, just in Townsville. And then worked my way up to look after uh, all the sites in Queensland. So I did that for about six years. Yeah. Um, and then sort of had enough of that. I didn't really want to go any further. Just um, dealing with customers and stuff where you're just getting blamed for everything and nothing's ever good enough being a maintenance provider. I thought, yeah. oh, this is not really for me. So I started to focus more on the hobbies and then took a step back and just took a gig recently back in um, Townsville looking after um, on-road transport. So, you know, prime movers and triple yep. road trains and that sort of stuff. So been doing that uh, seven months or something now. Yep. yep. So, At home a bit more, mate? Oh, definitely, man. No more. Fly and fly out. Um, even yep. sleeping in a motel down here last night, it was fine, but it just makes me remember why I don't really want to be doing that yeah. anymore. You know, it's better to be home with the kids every afternoon. I've got, I've got two boys that are 13 and uh, nine. Yep. Um, so you're home every day is probably the go. Yeah, um, man. As you guys will find as your kids get a little yeah. bigger and that, you know, it's important to be home. Yeah, for sure, mate. Well, as the last <clears throat> we spoke about before the show, the last sort of month for me has been a big eye-opener and being spending time at home. And I almost feel like now I'd really struggle going back, but I just finished doing it for five years. And mm. I think when you got to make it happen, it's just that mentality of making it work and trying to stay positive. But, yeah, yeah and everyone out. But like we said before, too, it does suit some people, eh? Like that, that yeah. lifestyle and stuff. But, um. Just picking whatever the fuck works for you, I suppose. It looks yeah. like you're not afraid to um, change jobs, a bit like us as well. If you weren't happy somewhere, move on. There's always yeah something better out there. I don't tend to move around too much. I do, you know, at least five, six years in a gig. Yeah. But um, at the last gig, I was a big supporter of if, if you're not happy, you don't need to be here. Yeah. You know? Yeah, 100%. Um, so, yeah, I didn't want to be a hypocrite. <laughs> you know, I wasn't. I probably should have left three months earlier than I did. But, um, yeah, it's been the best thing, just mental health-wise. Yeah. And, um, and family-wise. Um, Mate, I think making that change before you turn into the negative cunt there that might affect mm-hmm. other people's opinions yeah. of the place, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that's what I sort of made myself do at the end there in the mines. Like, the second last place I was at, I could have stayed there and everything, and but it, a few things had changed and I just wasn't a fan of it. And I'm like, before I turn into that cunt that puts everyone else's attitude down, mm-hmm. just fucking go. Like, yeah. There's plenty of other spots, you know? Yeah, I think it's one thing, like, if you're on a crew and you're negative, you're going to bring the rest of the crew down. Definitely. Yeah. If you're in a more of a senior leadership position and yeah. you're leading guys that are then leading other guys, like, I was only managing two or three guys, then managed larger teams of other people. Yeah. But if you are if you don't think something's possible or if you don't think it's going to get better, you know, through some sort of trial and tribulation got going on, mm. then they're negative, then the whole workforce is negative. So you've really got to 
Yeah. So show that leadership all the time. Yeah, that's right, bro. Hey, can you just pull that in, in front of your mouth a bit more? Yeah. Like just that arm. Yeah, that'll be good, bro. Um, mate, you've got some pretty fucking cool hobbies and stuff that you do outside of your job, like in the mines or whatever. You got the YouTube channel going. You got Only Cans, mate. Why don't you fucking talk to us about how'd you dive into a couple of those things, bro? Uh, I first started the YouTube side of things. It was already stuff I was already doing anyway. I was already playing in the shed, building stuff. I guess with that that fitter and turner background, I'd always like to pull things apart, put them back together, or um, did a fair bit of time as a machinist as well. Yep. Um, so I end up I've got a little metal lathe and everything at home. Um, yeah, started just doing little builds. I ended up one of the first ones I did, and I never got to finish it properly. Was um, I had a quad bike, just like an old Honda that I bought, it was an old farm quad, six fifty, I think it was. And I thought, well, I really need a side by side. And I was looking at it one day having a few beers, and I thought, well, heck, maybe I can just cut this in half and stretch it and put a roll cage on it and turn it into a side by side. So that's what I did. I ended up chopping this bike in half, extending the the wiring loom and building a roll cage for it, made this little two-seater buggy out of a quad. Yeah, and, uh, nice. nice. It actually still runs. I ended up um, giving away to a mate's old man and he uses it around his property. But, um, Fuck yeah, yeah it, it, was, it was a little bit too dodgy, but it, it did work. I took it on a hunting trip one time Yeah. Um, and it worked fine. But then, yeah, I just extended on from that. I thought, oh, yeah, you know, the YouTube thing's pretty interesting. I was just always um, either doing little builds. Like at the moment, I'm building a, a, lightweight, advent- a lightweight adventure bike out of a, um, a Husky uh, 501 dirt bike. All yeah. oh, right. Um, yep. Want to do a few adventure rides, um, but the last two years I've been building a big toy hauler, which I don't know why I needed a dirt bike and a buggy. It was a bit excessive, but <laughs> um, I guess the, the toy hauler bit's a bit of an interesting yarn. Like for people out there that got camper trailers, so yep. I wanted a camper trailer, so I bought a Ford Fold camper trailer. I bought a, a Black Series Patron. Yeah, okay. One of the Ford folds that then slides out the back, and I thought you know bigger is better and all that sort of stuff. And it was uh, sort of too big too heavy and it was all this set up just for somewhere to sleep yeah so i really didn't like it after i'd used it a few times so i ended up swapping a mate for a mdc which didn't slide out the back and still the same thing i think i only used it maybe six times and i was over that because i wanted to take a quad bike or a buggy with me and you couldn't get it on it i tried putting a quad bike up on the boat loader and that was probably the sketchiest thing you've ever seen (laughs) (laughs) so then i thought well stuff i'm going to build my own one so just looking on facebook on um facebook pages um online websites Started building my own, just a you know dual axle toy hauler, but made it all out of aluminium. So it's aluminium chassis and deck and all that sort of stuff, trying to keep the weight down because I'm only towing it with a Prado. Yep. Um, so I had to get it in under two and a half ton. There's, um, a, there's a good Facebook page um, about doing toy haulers, isn't there? Toy haulers, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's what I went off. And there's heaps of good guys on there. You can message them. There's a bloke up in Cairns, Jesse. I messaged him a couple of times because he built a few similar ones. Yeah. And just to ask him, you know, like what size RHS did you use for the chassis and yeah. Um, just getting that info of someone that's done it before. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's maybe 18 months doing that. Uh, now it's all finished and registered and everything. I just got a kit out all, so, um, all inside the canopy. Yeah, nice. Um, got the gear sitting there. Just need to get the motivation to do it. But um, at the moment, it's registered and I use it and, yeah, and, cool. and that sort of stuff. Yeah. That would be a pretty rewarding feeling once you finish it off, eh? And take it on a trip. It's like pretty cool when you pull up you somewhere and someone looks at it and they're like, oh, did you make that? I'm like, oh, yeah, don't stand too close. I might fall apart. <laughs> but. Um, yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. But you know, eighteen months of just afternoons and and weekends in the shed. So um, mm. yeah, it's been really good. Yeah, fucking nice, mate. And other than that, I was just doing gear reviews, like um, reviewing stuff that people want to see. You know, fridge slides. Um, just did one of the new Kings freestanding awning. Yep. Um, so do a bit of that. Do a bit of you know overnight trips in the buggy. Um, go up four wheel drive tracks and just throw swag and uh, fridge in the back of the buggy and camp overnight somewhere out of the 
out of the side by side. So um, yep. just all that sort of bloke content. They yeah, do say right. like you meant to niche down in one specific thing is what they tell you with with YouTube or um, any social media. But I don't know. I think my niche is just bloke stuff. Yeah, yeah well, exactly. Yeah. Your niche is something that the everyday Joe will head out the bush and grab. Like and like that, um, you know, the the king's awning sort of thing, the freestanding mm. thing. Like that'd be something someone would probably look at getting. Yeah, this yeah. is the type of content I love to watch. Like always, like that heavy D. Always shout yeah. him out. Like that sort of stuff. He's always off doing all different shit. New toys rocking up helicopters. <laughs> Just crazy. Like yeah. helicopters is definitely the pick of them. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I've heard you mention that before. You know, um, yeah, heavy D. I, I've watched tons of that sort of stuff. Um, Cletus McFarland, all that sort of. Yeah, the freedom I, vacuum. Yeah. I watch a lot of drag racing content for someone who doesn't do anything to do with drag racing, but um, <laughs> no, I'm a bit the same. Yeah. I, and it's crazy what yeah will entertain you. Yeah. How'd you go with um? Just touch on that trailer again. Um, these days building a trailer and getting it all certified, there would have been a bit in it. What's the actual form you have to do now, or do you just take it straight to the transport department? Yeah, it's a bit of a it's a bit of a joke. Um. Hopefully no one from Department of Main Roads is listening. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I did it properly, so I, I was real nervous about that. Like, you know, spend all this money. Because I think it still cost me probably oh, 16 grand or something. Like, it's not just small change to put into it. But buying yeah. one like that's like 60... 60K, yeah. 60, 70 grand. Mm. Probably, you know, they're built better, but, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, I actually got a set of trailer design plans off uh, trailerplans.com.au, I think it was. And I hit them up and they don't do a design in aluminium. So it was a mild steel three and a half ton um, ATM design. Yeah. Uh, and then I just altered it from there using info from the Facebook groups and stuff like that. So, you know, instead of being um, 50 by 53, uh, well, I think the chassis was was meant to be 75 by 53 mil. Yeah. And I went 152 by 76, six mil. So everything, I just sort of bumped everything up. Yep. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So I sort of just doubled sizes of certain things and then sort of hope for the best. Um, so I've just sort of gone overkill of like where I had to dog leg the drawbar, I've, I've fish plated it and that sort of stuff just to go overkill. Yeah. Um, but yeah, after all that work, I had to take it into um, Department of Main Roads and I, I was stressing, thinking they're just going to fail it. And yeah, nothing. You go in, fill the form out. Old Love comes out with a tape measure. You give her a hand to hold it. They measure the deck. They measure the position of the axles and like from the centre of the axle to the to the um, toe hitch and give you the plate and away you go. I'm check your brakes and that, making sure you have your... They didn't. Oh, it's not like... Well, man, I remember when I bought a brand new trailer for me buggy off... Um, oh, I don't know. what doesn't matter what trailer joint, but bought it off them and there's no reason why I didn't make that in my backyard. They didn't ask to see who made it. They just come out. They measured the fucking specifications of the width and everything like that and like you just said, mate, mm. and... And just went bang fucking roadworthy. Because anything so. under 750 kilos, you don't need a roadworthy, but anything over now, you need a proper roadworthy. Yeah. yeah. I think that's where they might check it is if then I go to sell it, then I'm going to need the roadworthy to go with it. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, but still, they're only checking lights, brakes, mm. general condition, mud flaps. They're not, they're not going too deep into it. Yeah. yeah it's not like they're fucking super passionate about checking a trailer either. Coming out. Like, you know, no. some people might be, but, you know, I might, might be going, oh, we'll go knock this cunt over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopefully you get old mate. He's pretty cruisy on the day. But no, nah, like you said, doing it properly from the start, mate, you should have, yeah. you know, everything's all sorted. It's all done properly to like ADR rules. I did a heap of, you know, reading on that, you know. Um, yeah. 
because it's the deck is uh, 4.8 meters long. Yep. So you need clearance lights, you know, because it's that long, you need clearance lights, lights at certain yep. colors at certain bits and reflectors and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So it's all done exactly by the ADR rules. So, mate, building that, like, which video would people go to on your YouTube? Well, actually, what is your YouTube channel called? So if someone wants to go and check out that build, like, yeah. where do they go? Uh, you just, just go to YouTube in the search box and just write Kenny B. Kenny B. So there just, you go. Yeah, Kenny space B. Go check out YouTube. Um, and, yeah, and it starts. Have a look at that. There's a whole playlist of it. Yeah. Um, no, that's awesome, mate. Yeah. When did you start um, putting content on YouTube and how did you find it from the start? Like, is it something you sort of enjoyed? Like, did you use it as a catalogue for yourself or, like, what was sort of the start of that? Um, oh, I don't even know. It's, been, it's a couple of years ago now and it's something you really struggle to be consistent with because it does take a lot of time. You know, yeah. the, the editing is the hardest bit. Um, actually, the biggest thing I found, which I didn't expect at the start, and I probably should have known, was I used to love watching YouTube. I just watch it all the time. I never watch, like, I don't watch free-to-air TV. I don't really watch yes, Netflix <laughs> or any figurative sort of fictional TV shows. I'd always just watch YouTube and the missus watching something else. But you end up that busy with YouTube stuff that you don't get time to watch it anymore. Yeah. Um, so that's, you know, a little bit disappointing. But, yeah, that's, that's sort of what you get. But, yeah, look, I started doing little builds. I did a... I did up a petrol-powered skateboard and yeah, um, right. cutting that quad bike in half and just silly little projects. Yeah. Um, but then started to take a little bit more seriously and get into the gear reviews, um, reviewing welders and um, pretty much anything I'm using. I'm like, well, if I think it's all right or, or not all right, I'll do a, a um, review video to help someone else out. So mm. the best thing's been the little community you get of like-minded people that, you know, just chat in the comments or follow you on social media. So that's probably the best part about the beer reviews and the – the YouTube is just talking to similar-minded people. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. mate, and like we've talked about before, nowadays, like nowadays, like this day and age, YouTube is such a fucking good tool mm. to, to learn anything or see a review. Like the fact that there's blokes like yourself doing that and reviewing certain things might actually help a bloke go, oh, yeah, I might actually go that. Because before you fucking buy it and you have to do your own review, you might have dropped all this cash and it might not be for you, you know. So yeah. these little things fucking help, mate. I think it's awesome. Actually, where I first started, I almost forget about it now because I had to delete all the videos. I started on firearms content. <laughs> True. Yeah, because I used to watch a lot of Demolition Ranch and all that sort yeah. of stuff. Like, I was going to do a video where we had um, I had a shotgun load machine at home. I was going to do one about loading, you know, Lego pieces in shotgun shells. And yeah, but you cannot do that in Australia. Yeah, right. Um, nothing. Well, you don't get it. I didn't get in any trouble with like um, weapons licensing or anything or police, but. Just the idiots in the comments. Mm. It's a whole different vibe. Like it wouldn't matter where you were. We could be in the middle of a. Th of, we, one time we were in the middle of a property that was ninety thousand acres, mm. and there was a dirt road, and just the comments was people like, you know, oh nice job shooting across a public road. Um, no. Don't worry about taking the video down. I've already screenshotted it and downloaded it and sent it to weapons licensing. <laughs> I'm like, what are you on about? Yeah. It was it just the different vibe. So I just got away from that. I just gave up. Yeah, um, with that sort of stuff, I'd end up taking all the videos down, even though they were getting pretty good views mm. for a small channel. And just because of the fuckwits. Oh uh, yeah. How do you go? How do you cop many of them now? You're pretty pretty happy with like the people that you deal with <laughs> yeah. online. Yeah, the ninety nine point nine percent of them. Yeah, are, are great. Um, YouTube, it's funny from platform to platform. It's just a whole different vibe. I guess you should probably notice that being on different platforms, possibly. Yeah. You know, YouTube. People are pretty reasonable. One time when I reviewed, I think it was the King's Awning, the first one they did with the, it wasn't the freestanding, just with the legs. Mm. I sort of mentioned just rambling on that 
it was a cheap product because it was made in China. Mm. And a guy commented on it, and we, he had a fairly Chinese sounding last name. Um, and he was saying, you know, it's nothing to do with being made in China. It's people are paying for a price point, and that's what you get. And that sort of is sort of right. Like iPhones are made in China, DJI drones. Mm. Yeah. If, if, if they're made to the right price and the QA level, you can get good products out of there. Yeah. But yeah, they do have a bad name for cheap sort of mass-produced stuff. But I had a good chat with him in the comments and it was like respectful discussion. And in the end, I was like, oh, yeah, sorry. I probably would have reworded that if I would have done it again. Yeah. Um, yeah. So YouTube is pretty good for that. There's not that many trolls. Maybe if the channel gets a lot bigger, probably comes with a few more of them. But yeah, the different vibes with the beer reviews is funny. Like TikTok is obviously the, the highest viewing one for me. I think I'm just cracked 50,000 on there. Yeah, cool. Um, not too many idiots on there. Yeah. Um, or if you call them out, they straight away just surprised you responded and yeah. have a yarn to you. It's funny. A few people sort of said a similar thing that like you got to realise that some of those people are literally there just letting shit out and they don't realise that you're actually a person. So they're you respond lonely. and they're like, oh. Mm. Like you fucking know, I actually, well, I actually like love you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I noticed that with selling stuff online too, with the merch and mm. and the three D printing stuff. Is um, some people will chase up their order because I I got smashed with orders in um, January. It just uh, one of the little things I do went way more popular than I thought it was going to, and I could I was hundreds and hundreds of orders behind, like three hundred orders behind, I think. Yeah, uh, and trying to catch up, and um, people are messenger is sort of blowing up, you know, um, thinking that you're a full size business. And yeah. when, when they just find out that you're just a bloke in his shed, yeah. they're like, oh, sorry, legend, you know, all good. You yeah, know, yeah. Just get it to it, you know, send it out when you can. Yeah, whenever you can get to yeah. it sort of thing. Yeah, they sort of think you've got a full customer service team or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Like, no, mate, it's just me doing everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that's cool, mate. But I think the – have you done a few sort of King's, like, reviews on a couple of things or just the awnings that they do, like the freestanding stuff? Mainly the awning was really popular. The first one I did, yeah. you know, it was – 90,000 views, 100,000 views, something like that. Lots of comments on it. So, yeah. yeah, lots of interest. So when the second one came out, I thought, oh, well, I'll just offload the other one to a mate and, and then got the next one. Yeah. So I usually try and pick the products that are going to be sort of popular. Mm. Um, but it's not just all King's gear. Sometimes I do some from the guys at um, OCAM um, 4x4. Yeah. Yep. They're probably like a level or two up from King's gear, but um, yep. still that budget option. Yeah, I like I like how Kings are going, mate. I'm a big fan of their stuff. As in, mm. I think it's great to have a range of stuff in the one thing that you can go and like everyone can use, sort of thing. Like, mm. obviously, there's different brands. And it's that affordable. Spe- yeah, like specialize in a certain topic, and that's their thing. But I love how that's like a a big range of stuff for the everyday battler to get behind. Like, I'm yeah. a big fan of the old Kings, eh? Well, not everyone can afford a three hundred, like a three hundred thousand dollar F two fifty build or something like no, that. No, that's like, right, man. Good on the guys who can, but there's probably the majority that can't. So. Exactly. I think they've hit a great market there, and fucking, mm. you know, most of the time, man, their products are. You know, I saw the old King's battle. awning on the nav downstairs. Like yeah. every man, the dogs had a fucking King's awning at some point. Yeah, or bought one and never put it on. Yeah, yeah. some people try and scrub the name off it. I'm like, can't. Yeah, yeah I've seen that. It, eh? Embrace <laughs> it, go with it. Yeah, yeah. fucking oath. Get amongst it. And some things don't have that much technology in them. Like, no, you know, how much? Like, fair enough. The electronics systems. If you go from a a basic King's electronic system to a Red Arc Red Vision. Yeah. You know, so I, I bought the nice one for the canopy. Um, but yeah, it was like fifteen hundred bucks or something. Yeah. Um, so it all adds up when you're doing that. But yeah, yeah. Oh, good stuff. Like yeah, that's right. You're not going to put a Kings on a brand new F two fifty. No. Inside canopy setup, you'd use Red Arcs and better products. Yeah. yeah. So it's just learning. Yeah. Yeah, but I just think it's good having that affordable option for you know mm. for, for everyone. Yeah. It's fucking sweet, mate. Uh, only cans. 
<laughs> the fucking that name in itself just draws people in mm. and just punching through cans, mate. Why don't you uh, talk to us about how you started that or come up <laughs> come up with that and got it going? Yeah, I guess like a few people have come up with it. I've probably been the more like the uh the more successful one to do it. Yeah. But um and it's probably because I've kept at it, you know. I've I've done oh, almost an episode every day for a fair while. The first year I think I did every day. Um even when I went up to Cape York for a trip, I did an episode still every day. I did yeah. I did one a gunshot, I did one in the hidden tree house, I did one at the tip, I did yeah. one everywhere. Yeah. I did one behind the bar at the Lions Den pub. That's like, awesome. Just yeah, but I sorta Sort of came up with the name as a funny idea. Well, my, my Mrs. Younger sister reckons she came up with it, but I swear that I come up with it. But um, <laughs> sort of started as a joke. You know, I, I think the first episode I said, you know, cost of living is getting pretty tough. If it gets any worse, I'm going to have to start an OnlyCans. <laughs> so um, seems all the cool kids are doing. So, yeah, I started doing that. And um, I guess the reason I started it was um, a little bit deep, I guess. I guess. Growing up in the Isa, there's a huge drinking culture. Yep. Um, growing up, so you know, you always went to a house party ever since you were fifteen, and if you didn't take a seven hundred mil bottle of rum and skull that, you were you're probably uh, a bloke that likes blokes or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, so not the best vibe, I guess. You know, always drinking to get drunk, sort of thing. Yeah. And um, I kind of wanted to get away from that. For like, it sort of turned out that nothing good came of drinking a lot because I usually drink excessively sometimes and make a bit of a dick of myself, but. Um, I thought, well, I want to turn it into more of a positive thing because I'd really got this thing where anything more than two drinks, I'd start feeling like shit. Um, so then I started thinking, well, I just want to try different things so it's more positive. Because mm, yep. um, all of us drinking was, yeah, you know, Northern cans, rum, bourbon, that sort of stuff. So, um, yeah, I just went to Dan Murphy's and just went to the, the new aisle where you, you see the new releases come out and just started buying one can of each thing. Yeah. Um, and started like... Obviously, the only cans like the name. You, so, just a, a rundown of it. You try like a can every episode and that, and give it a rundown. Like, what do you read the read the can? Have a bit of a color t- like check, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. The color check came in recently because that was a bit of a you know um, viewer feedback. Sort I of like I like it, man. Personally, because yeah. like I, I follow you and watch your stuff personally, and I really enjoy it because you sort of wonder what that different beer might look like mm. and then you see the colour come out and then you obviously reading it and giving an honest review on the taste. Yeah. You know, I think it's a fucking awesome thing, mate. Same with yeah. the YouTube. Like, for a bloke like me or, or Cam, um, who, like, we're pretty much lager sluts, you know, and never yeah. really dove right into the world of fruity sort of beers or different tasting beers, it'd be good if you were going to try one to be able to go and watch a couple of your things first to maybe get a bit of a insight on what to go and try. Yeah, that's what I find is most people will comment on there and say, oh, yeah, thanks, mate, I'll steer clear of that one. Or, yeah. or you know, people tell me they'll be in Dan Murphy's just watching, flicking through episodes, trying to find where I've done it yeah. to see whether it was any good or not. Um, but that, That's a fun thing too, just going to the, um, like Dan's on a Friday, you get what you're normally going to have for the weekend. Yeah. And then, like you said, just grab a single couple and go, right, I'll try these over the weekend. Yeah, yeah, it's... Um, Next minute you're back there getting that slab of that one <laughs> beer you tried. <laughs> and that can be pricey sometimes if you start getting right into it. That's that's probably most of the problem is is it, it can get pretty costly. But, see, with, with Uncle Dan's, if you buy, I think it's six and maybe 12 assorted cans, yeah. and use your Dan Murphy's card, you get 20% off. Oh, yes. Um, well, so yeah. as long as you get those, it's, it's still pricey, but, yeah. yeah, it's not terrible. Mate, are you starting to get anyone sending your cans? Yeah, yeah, I do from time to time, and... That's always a little bit dangerous because um, <laughs> I straight up tell them if it's some small brewery, I say, mate, 
if it's not good, it's not good. Yeah, um, yeah, that's the that's the thing, eh? Like, as yeah. in, you've got to stick honest, review, honest yeah. with yourself, eh? And yeah. not be like, because yeah. otherwise people will start going, fuck off, can't you like every beer? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, um, no, it's been really good. Most of the time I'll buy the can and do the review. Um, and then sometimes they'll see it later on if they're tagged in it or, mm. or someone shares it with them. And then they might send me a card and, and you, know, you know, thanks, mate, here you go. Yeah, yeah. Um, so. Have anyone reached out if you're getting a shit review? <laughs> No, I've had plenty of abuse in the comments. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So one recently was pretty good. The yeah. um, I reviewed the so ninety nine point nine percent of the beers are cans. It's pretty much everything around cans. But yeah. if I know that something's going to be popular, if it's in a stubby or whatever, I'll throw that in. Mm. Sometimes if there's a spirit or um, something to do shots of, like I've done she- um, sheepdog peanut butter whiskey and a few other ones like that, I'll do that as like a bonus episode. But yeah, the other day I did the the new VB VX six percent. Throwbacks, throwdowns, whatever you call them. Oh, mm. righto. And like VB, it's it's fine. Like it's a I'll yeah, I don't mind it. Yeah, it's it's just a good solid beer. Um, the VX, it's six percent, but it was only in a two fifty ml bottle. It was just a normal VB taste. It was more pricey. I didn't really rate it. I think I gave it a five out of ten. Yeah. Oh Jesus, the comments. <laughs> True. So fifty um, percent <laughs> of them were like, "Yep, you know, agree exactly with your thoughts on it." Yep. Some were, you know, worst review I've ever seen. Um, <laughs> one of them said, oh, the bloke probably boos Christmas. Um, has a shit voice. Um, <laughs> has a shit voice. <laughs> wow. How, um, mate, how loose is it? Like, blokes are so passionate about their piss, eh? Like, as in, yeah. I, it blows me away how many people will get offended by what some other cunt drinks. Yeah. I'm like, are you kidding? Yeah, yeah. Wow. And that's the thing with the platforms too. It was really only on Facebook. Yeah. Insta and, and TikTok, no real comments negative like that. Yeah. It's just oh, so Facebook. easy to keep scrolling on Instagram or TikTok. But yeah, I think that's what it is. Mm. Yeah. Facebook, you're a bit more engaged. Yeah, yeah that's a fuckwit hub, Facebook. <laughs> yep, it 100%. is. I've... It's got the most yeah. fuckwits yeah. Yeah. easily. <laughs> but, yeah, that um, was one of the most controversial and then – you know, I've had some over the time, was uh, Ton Bitter. Oh, so yeah. that, Ooh. funnily, it... <laughs> oh, Quino. <laughs> Quino there. <laughs> got the story behind that one. <laughs> so it's 50 bucks for 30 cans, and it's like 4.8 or 4.9%. So it's like a heavier beer. Yeah. And it's from Belgium, and um, it's won an award back in 2017. It won a silver award at a beer award thing. So technically it's not that bad, mm. but that was a controversial episode as well, but... You know, 50 bucks for 30 cans is pretty cheap these days. Yeah. So we just got to yeah, that's good going. What are you – so just to get the vibe off you, mate, how would you describe what beer is your ideal beer? Like if you if you just had to drink a straight-up-the-guts beer and it's in your fridge and then you're dabbling other shit, just to know where your, like, palate is, you know, before we – because, like, later on in the episode you've brought some wild fangs that we're going to fucking wrap <laughs> our lips around. Yeah. But, yeah, just to start off, mate, what's your yeah. ideal beer? Yeah, I guess, you know, it, it was always just Northern Heavies. Yeah. And then uh, sort of went more into your pale ales, tropical pales, that sort of stuff. So, like, mm-hmm. I guess the the more juicy flavour pales, um, those sort of variations. And then I found the more that I've done, it just keeps notching up a bit more. So um, now it's more in hazy IPAs. Okay. I reckon is sort of where it's at. Yep. And you can have a proper session on them? Oh, you could. You could, but you, d- <laughs> you don't. You d- nah, they're yeah. like 6%. Yeah, yeah. So, um yeah. Because I think yeah. that's the hardest thing. Like the everyday Joe, you normally 
going to get a carton that sits in your fridge and you knock back a few and then you get into it on the weekend and you do the same thing. Yeah. And it's like, I think what a cool idea would be before, and Cam's mentioned it before, is grab your carton, whatever your stock is, and then be like, oh, I might try a four-packer fucking whatever. Yeah. But it's just finding out what that four-pack is that you're going to dabble in, eh? Yeah, that's exactly how it is. Like I have like the fridge fillers and then and then I get something extra. You know, you get like a cheeky four-pack of something. Yeah. Um, at the moment, because I've got so many beers to review, <laughs> um, I don't really buy cartons. Yeah. And I find that I'm not – surprisingly, I don't drink a lot. Yeah. Um, which, yeah. So <laughs> like, some people away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's like you know, doing all the YouTube stuff. People think I'm a baller maker. I'm, I'm not a baller maker. Yeah. Um, smashing cans. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, it's only sort of one can every day. Yep. Yeah. Which is still binge drinking, I think, if you go by the definition. But you know, I'm, I'm not uh, putting away a carton a week, sort of thing. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, I'd still buy um, anything in that variant. So Northern Originals, Emu Exports, pretty decent. Yeah, um, yeah, bro, I actually like it, eh? Like, I had yeah, some um, a while ago, Emu Export, tin, cold as, I was just like, fuck, I'll drink these. Yeah. Like, it was easy to drink. They saw you out, but... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or uh, Furfies and all that sort of... There's all that category around around the Great Northern level sort of thing. Mm. You know, you can go a little bit different. I think Furfies technically an ale, yeah. not a lager, but... Um, see, and it's like, like all the online shit, man, um, you see them blowing up about this and that, and it's like... But then someone will see like, oh yeah, it's just as bad as Great Northern, and I think, well, fuck you, can't like oh, that. To me, that's my like level thing that I'll base other things off. So mm. it just depends. Everyone's got a different taste, eh? But it's just like I just find it funny. It's like I'm sitting here and you're drinking something, and I just go, oh, you, what the fuck are you doing? Mm. Like, just chill out, bro. Yeah. Drink what you want to drink, and uh, happy days. Absolutely, and like that's a huge thing is drink what you want to drink. Mm. You know, yeah. n- not everyone's tastes are the same. That's right. Um, it's the same, you know, um, I follow, um, there's a guy on TikTok does um, whiskey yep. um, down in Tasmania, um, distiller Chris, um, and he makes it. Yeah. But, you know, he's like, if you want to mix it with Coke, mix it with Coke. Mm. If you want to put, you know, ice cubes in it or some drops of water, drink it however you want to drink it. Yeah, you know, yep. he, he doesn't really care too much, but there's people that would be, you know. You've got to have it neat. Got to have it neat. Yeah. Yep. And, you know. Oh, you should have seen the whiskey connoisseurs when I fucked up the pronunciation. Oh, the frag, wasn't it? Oh. No. Yeah. <laughs> and we said, uh, like, brewed instead of distilled. Like, <laughs> we're just like, we just read it out and these cunts go off. So, like, from then onwards, I've purposely said, like, brewed in fucking um, Hawaii. Hawaii. Yeah. Or so, like, just <laughs> taking the piss, being like, fucking shut up. Who cares? You better have to leave them in there if you're going to put it on social media. You put yeah. those Easter eggs in there that's going to fire up the comments. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Fire the cunts up. I thought about that once. I was using the wrong glass mm. to pour the, when I was doing the colour check. Oh, yeah. I poured it into the wrong type of glass for that beer. And I was like, maybe I should just keep doing that because that video did all right. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, people fucking helping you out, get the views and stuff like that. Talking about beer, do you reckon we rip into one? Yeah. Yeah. We should fucking... Start at the entry level. What about um, just before we do? Should we or should we rip into a few and then get into the three uh, D printing and the Yeti stuff with the fucking yeah, we'll crack the a cans. beer. Yeah, right. Let's crack one and have <laughs> a little chat about it. <laughs> so we're going to start on uh, yeah. So today we've brought a variety. Kenny's brought a variety of uh, cans for us to get stuck into. Yep. Um, do you think we started a bit of a mild thing? Yeah, I sort of did it in levels. So yeah. and, and, and then <laughs> yeah, I've got some variations. So yeah. I think, you know, we've got from sort of Black Hops Pale Ale, um, your mate's Pale Ale, yep. um, through to probably a 10% triple IPA. 
Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> and then there's some off the sides. There's, there's probably the one that I've had that's been my favourite, ginger beer. Yeah. Um, and then there's some sours, two different types of sour beers, which is an interesting Yeah, I'm, cool. I'm keen to fucking try them. Yeah, so we got from, uh, I think, 4.2% through to 10%. So Let's go, baby. Right what, are we, uh, what are we going to kick off with, you think? Oh, probably split them up between that Black Hops and your mates, I reckon. Um, and there's a Green Beacon Tropical. Yep. Um, yeah. Righto. Right, Kenny's poured us up a couple of fucking drinks at entry level weirdness. So, what do we uh, what do we got here first up, brother? Talk us through what we're fucking what we're on here. Sort of. Well, what you got there? The first one, the darker one. That's yep. Bla- um, Black Ops Pale Ale. Yep. Brewed by a couple of mates down the Gold Coast, I believe. So straight away, you're going from lagers to to ales. So there's going to be a lot more flavour. Yep. Uh, just you know the type of yeast they use, the the, uh, the brewing process, and the hops and all that sort of stuff. Um, there's more of a there's more of a flavour there, but it's not like a lasting strong thing in no. my mouth. No, it's like a sessionable sort of pale ale. Yeah, it's still a heavy. I think it might be one point four. Yeah, getting up there. It's definitely not as um like bubbly sort of thing as a um like no. a fucking I don't know a lager. I suppose that I'm used to drinking, but it's these it's, boys have done a lot in the fucking brewery scene for people getting going and stuff like that. Yeah, their audio book and stuff. No, I've done a few breweries, I think. I like that, eh? Yeah. yeah. That's, that's fucking pretty good. It's sort of these ones, the Your Mates, the Black Hops, and then Colonial Brewing Co. over in the West. Yeah. Oh, I don't think I've had a bad beer from, from them. Yeah, right. The weirdest one I had from Black Hops is the one I did. I did it up in the in this hidden treehouse up at Cape York, up on the second story of that. But it was a, it was like a... Was the butterscotch stout? No, oh, no, there was a rum I did that was a butterscotch oh. and macadamia. Yeah, okay. that was one that divided the people because it either tastes like campfire ash or tastes <laughs> like macadamia. Yeah, that yeah. was straight down the middle. It was either one or the other. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I did like a lemongrass and ginger sour. I think it was by Black Hops. I did a, as part of the Cape York trip, and that yep. was about that one. Got a little bit too far ahead of my tastes. Mm. Yeah, just lemongrass was a bit weird. Tastes like one of them healthy shots you get at a. Yeah, you know them healthy places you do the bloody vitamin shots. Yep, but I could I could easily after having you know five or six of mm. a fucking better beer in Northern or something, I could easily have one of those and enjoy a bit of a um, different flavour, a bit more flavour to it. You know, like a something different. Oh, I could definitely have that with a pub lunch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure, for sure. No, that's a fucking that's good, mate. And I think that's where it's going. Like um, some stats I was looking at just recently. I think I think Bolter XPA. Is the number one selling on tap beer at the moment? Really? So, you know, you think it's going to be Northern Super Crisp or something like that, mm. but no. From from that report that I was reading, it says yeah, which is an extra pale ale. So, being extra pale, it's a very pale malt. Yeah. So it's getting on right down the clean, refreshing, pale side of lager. So uh, of ale. Yeah. So, so you're getting, I guess, very close. So to I lager. suppose that terminology that I hear all the time, but I don't know what the fuck it means. Like when I say um, pale. And malt and shit like that, mm. I have no fucking idea. Or hops and fucking shit, you know? Yeah. It's like, how I only do... know a little bit more than you do. Yeah. That's, that's the whole thing. of the <laughs> Sitting there going, fuck, don't ask me no, that. No, no, <laughs> I've, I've learned a lot doing this from someone who knew nothing about it. Like, one of my best mates, he, he always laughs. He says, mate, you'd be the last person I thought to be doing beer reviews. Yeah. Like, yeah. People, like people coming to you for, for advice. Um, but, yeah, I think it... There's so much to it because it goes back hundreds of years. Mm. So once you start looking into it, it's like a history lesson and then and sort of the hop side of things, you sort of learn to know, um, you sort of learn which hops suit your taste profile. Yep. There's certain ones, 
unfortunately, there's a lot of them. There's a whole group of them that give like a pine taste, and I don't really like the pine taste. It's yeah. almost like um, coriander for me. So, yeah. Some give a coriander taste. Mm. So if you don't like that, then sort of you can tell, well, it's the same as food. If you don't like coriander, don't eat stuff with coriander in it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you sort of learn what you like and you go down one sort of category. And I think what I've done wrong in the past when trying these, I'm hopefully waiting to taste a lager with no real aftertaste. And it's like, don't expect that because it's not a fucking lager. You yeah. know, like actually go, right, eh? See what this tastes like and embrace a new flavour, I suppose. Mm. But no, nah, man, that... So what is that again? That's the um, Black Ops Black Pale Ops Pale Ale. I fucking yeah, I could definitely dabble in a few of those. And the thing with them too, that's sort of their entry level one as far as strength and intense flavor goes. Yep. They do all the way up to well, they do. Well, there's an IPA called Goat. Yeah. I think it's been like greatest of all time. Yeah. And then they do a Super Goat. Yeah, right. I think it's ten or twelve percent. So that's right up the other end of the spectrum. It's where getting it's right just... up there. Fair bit of bitterness, big hot flavour. Yeah, big. Yeah, it just tastes a lot more condensed. It's like drinking a concentrate, I guess, sort of thing. But yeah. but it is drinkable. Where some of them you get, not so drinkable. It's um, pretty painful. Yeah, yeah. Well, fucking sweet. I smashed that. Do you dabble <laughs> yeah. in though, like the black beers? That's probably the hardest section that I've found to get into. Yeah. Is, um, being up in North Queensland. You know, sweating in the shed and then cracking a beer that you got to chew. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, full lunch, a man can pretty yeah. much. So in in the back oh. of my fridge is probably a dozen of them. Yeah, um, like chocolate stouts, coffee stouts, nitro, wow. nitro stouts. I've I've done a few of them. I've done um, oh, I've done one that tastes like Ben and Jerry's ice cream. It was a nitro dark beer. Yeah, so right. So gassed with nitrogen to make it sort of, um, you, you know, it gives it like a smooth, fluffy. Taste to it. There's yeah. some mad scientist. But it tastes exactly like Ben and Jerry's ice cream, yeah. yeah it's wow. all about weather for me too, I reckon. Yeah, like you're not gonna problem. like you said, you're not gonna dabble in it in North Queensland hot weather. Well, no. I think that's why I've always been the lager bloke, because it's just something that doesn't have any crazy things going on, just something to wet the whistle and it's hot as fuck. Yeah. Like <laughs> it's like barley in Thailand, you're not going over there drinking black beer, but in Canada, what everyone was drinking Yeah, something to sort of warm you up. Oh, they drinking Murphy's, which which was just before a black, I think. Yeah. That mm. darker colour. Yeah. yeah oh, I think, fuck, like, because yeah. there's so many types. There's over, there's like a hundred and something types of beer. So, mm. so even when you get up to the dark ones, you know, there's brown ales, there's stouts, yeah. there's porters, there's... Yeah, Kilkenny, what's that? That's a, they're pretty thick. Are you had to kill Kilkenny? Yeah. No, nah, well, that's what I mean. I've still got to get yeah. into it. I've still got to do Guinness. Oh, they sort you out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I was down at a wedding um, this year and... Like with the family down there, and um, one of the uncles goes, "Yeah, get this India," and it was like a fucking yeah. forgot what it was, something like that. Whatever you were talking about, like a black coloured dark thing, and I was like, "Yeah, I'll have it with you." And I'm thinking, "Holy fuck me! If I was on this all night, I would nah. be sunk." Mm. Like it yeah. just <laughs> drops you in so your tracks. The Irish are just another level. Mm. Drinking that, yeah, fucking nice. Yeah, I think maybe once it gets closer to winter, I might just have to do them all in one day, sort of thing. Cause yeah, start doing when it's pretty cold. short. Yeah, yeah, like camping, mate. Just fucking sanction them, <laughs> mate. What else we got here? The the next one we got the fucking to, to give it a go. Your mates, brewery, Larry Pale Ale. Righto, Larry Pale Ale. Yeah, okay, so you can see lighter colour. Is this one one meant to be like the a similar sort of level as the other yeah. Pale Ale? Yeah, like the same sort of thing. Yep. Yeah. So you just see it's similar but different, a lighter colour. Yeah, righto. See, I'm not as big a fan. Probably a little bit more fruity. Yeah, I'm not as big a fan of this one as I was the last one. Yep. Like it's a bit like that. Like you said, that fruitier mm. 
fruitier yeah. thing. It's a bit more of an intense thing. It definitely. Um, I've tried Larry before. It definitely tastes a lot better in a glass than a can. Mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah. It's. Uh, I still. That's just my personal preference. I still. Um. I still would like that after, like I said, the normal taste and lagers. Mm. You know, it's just got that little bit of a different sort of flavour. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's weird how like the the color difference can be like that, eh? Like this one, the Larry's a lot lighter color, isn't it, mm. than the, the other one? Yeah. And originally, when I started, I was just drinking them out of the cans, and then a few comments said, "Oh, hey mate, can you pour it in a glass first and you know give us a bit of a color check?" So now yeah. I just roll that in as a standard. Well, mate, like that's one of my favorite things about it because I look mm. at the can, and I'm like, "Oh, I wonder what this thing's going to be," yeah. and it sort of comes out. Yeah. And even like the haze. Like, is that actually yeah. the haze of the liquid? Is that what it is? Like, when yeah. you say hazy, like I said, yeah. terminology for me, I'm fucking hopeless. Yeah. But a hazy, would that be, like, hard to see through? would be more hazy and, like, obviously clear. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So it's quite a bit of a science lesson once you get into it as well. But from what I've ever read on them, it's um, it's sort of less filtered or unfiltered beer. So it leaves some of those flavor little pieces in there okay um, which makes it hazy and then there's also a different fermentation process so i think they do like a second fermentation yep um and that makes it hazy as well so this yeah there's a bit to it that makes it a, a fair bit of a different beer yep no oh, sweet as but i mean i'll be keen to see how you go because if you go on to the tropical side of the pails mm. and that's taking you away from it saying well maybe that's not sort of my thing i'll be keen to see how you go once you get to a hazy ipa well like this is I, i'm not saying that i, I don't like this mm. i just mean that other one it's, before for me yeah i like after a couple of sips i was like yep i could fucking definitely drill into that and i'm sort of four sips in four mouthfuls into this one i'm like yeah right i mm. fucking don't mind it as much but it was definitely easier to to rip into a couple of fucking mouthfuls of the mm. the last one for me I think it's learning um, when to drink them because remember we're in Brisbane, we've been smashing lagers all afternoon. We're probably on the verge of needing a spirit, and then we got introduced to a sour. Yeah, <laughs> oh, and yeah. then you want to see two negative blokes give a beer review? Yeah, we gave that, it. <laughs> that, yeah, that was that day. Eh? We were pretty. Fucking... So it's, it's it's just. But learning. I think we were fucking we were sniffing out for a for a Bundy rum. That's, That's right. what the problem that was. was the we problem. weren't saying, oh, let's try a sour. We we're like, oh, give Show us a go of these fucking sours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, no, that's interesting, man. I definitely, I was definitely a lot more negative thoughts on that before I had a taste of them. Like, yeah. that's not bad. And I think out of a glass too, like you said, I've always enjoyed every fucking drink, no matter what it is, out of a glass more than a can. Yeah. So I We are up at the cafe the other day and even Coke, it was probably cheaper to buy the Plastic bottle. We both bought the glass yeah, bottle. Yeah, yeah. Coke. In saying I wish that, they did that more like ice cold Coca Cola out of a glass bottle. How good Stop is it, up. bud? So good. How good is it, man? It's like they've still got Coke in it. So have you <laughs> created a bit of like a company for this? Like, so you can can you write buying these beers off yet, mate? <laughs> yeah, because this is not a cheap little hobby. exercise hobby. No, so it does cost me a fair bit of money. Um, it's definitely Ooh. negatively geared, but the merch, obviously, we're rocking some merch, t-shirts. Merch, yep, helps out. Yeah, merch. go buy some fucking merch, you grubs. Yeah, it's all at <laughs> kennybrody.com, Kenny with a Y, Brody with an IE. Nice. There you go, um, kennybrody.com. Yeah, so look, the shirts help offset it. I do stickers. Yeah. Um, I do those little Velcro patches you can put up in your four-wheel drive just with the cans logo. Yep. Um, and then, yeah, the 3D printing side of things helps offset that as well. But, yeah, it's a, it's a pricey hobby for a – I call it a bit of a public service, you know. 
Well, mate, I personally appreciate it because fucking I enjoy sitting there and going, oh, what's he on today? And then fucking seeing whatever beer you're on and going, oh, yeah, cool. And the content as well, just being able oh, to sit back on the good. couch at night and we see you reviewing a beer. Mm. Yeah, exactly. You, you at least got our attention for a few minutes. But I mean, like, if you go, if I watch one one day, say, and I'm about to head camping or even about to go to Dan Murphy's and grab a fucking thing, and I might watch you go, yeah, this is a fucking good thing. Had a bit of this and that. I might go, right, I might grab a four-pack of that. Mm. You know, give it a fucking rumble. Yeah. And like we were talking about earlier, like some of the independent brewers, it'd be cool to start, like, you know, getting their sort of name out there a little bit too. Independent yeah. people having a crack and stuff as well. It'd be pretty cool. Absolutely. Yeah. The um, A lot of the cans I do get from Uncle Dan's. Um, yeah. But my favourite bottle shop would probably be Star Liquor. Yeah, right. So right. I, I think you've got one down here. I think I've been to it once. Yeah, we've got a Star that, Liquor the on the couch here. Star Liquor. So I said, if I ever owned a fucking bottle shop, it'd be called the Pussy Liquor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's I just posted one before. I seen a thing that said, start a beer and call it responsibly. Yeah. 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 Drink responsibly. How fucking smart is that? Yeah. Surely they've had, they'd, they'd knock that on the head, <laughs> wouldn't they? Well, we learned a little bit of, um, about it without going into too much detail, just how much trouble you can get in just promoting, like, alcohol. Uh, actually, that is worth mentioning. I used to say the price. Yep. And not allowed to do that. Oh, know. really? No. So that that flew for about 12 months, and then I started getting some channel strikes and things on TikTok. Yeah. And they don't tell you what it's for. Very poor on the customer oh, service side. Oh, yeah, bud. You'd yep. be used to that. Mm, yeah. Now so, we got it shut down yeah, twice, yeah. I think. Yeah, that same thing. And I was like, "What? what is happening? Yeah, and I had to read the fine print, and it, I'm, yeah, as soon as I stop saying the price, um, it's fine. Yeah, right. Yeah. So. yeah, TikTok's a wild world, brother. Yeah. Well, we've had, well, I think our thing's been actually deleted twice, <laughs> and we've appealed it and got it back. Yeah, nice. And um, it, that pretty much runs on it. If you offend enough cunts, you get it taken down, sort of. Yeah, well, that's crazy on the price, but yeah, there's a lot of rules in alcohol just in Australia. Compared to other countries. Yeah. Well, your last episode with Troy. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was an eye-opener. Yeah. Oh, and the other one I've seen is, um, you know that spirit they make called Crocs Piss? <laughs> no. 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 Have you seen that? It's up north. <laughs> I don't know much about it. It's Older guy's got a little distillery. Mm. He had to change the logo. It was a cartoon, cartoony-looking croc. That one there. So see that one Yeah, on the left there? It's got that cartoon-looking crocodile. Oh, he yeah. had to change that because it was too attractive to kids or something. Yeah, so oh, there's just so it. many... Um... Yeah, Troy dove into that fucking mm. thing a fair bit with, like, how much was involved with um, marketing to say, like, oh, you can't be having too much fun yeah. because it... Yeah. You can't do what Full Send's done with a, their salsa. Yeah. You can't do bottle launches, crazy sculling songs. Shit and, yeah. and sculling. No. Yeah, sculling will get you. Mm. Yeah. Oh, it's ridiculous. Yeah. It is. Yeah. But, but mate, yeah. that was... Uh, yeah. I might have to re rebadge all of his bottles. I saw a video. But that's of a great. That's a great logo. Crocs piss. Fuck He's done yeah, well. Right. I like the original one. Yeah, I've actually got a bottle at home. I, I haven't. I haven't got to it yet. But. Yeah, right. What's it? A moonshine or a whiskey? Australian whiskey or? Good question. The one I've got at home is a coffee liqueur. Ooh. Okay. Must yeah, be that right. one there on the left. But um, yeah, I think the other one might be a rum. Yep, rum like spirit. Rum yeah, well, there you go. A when they say rum-like rum -like spirit. spirit, is that what we were talking about the other day? The sugar cane thing before Might it becomes be, yeah. before it becomes a rum. Yeah, it maybe. doesn't brew for two years. Because the, the hardest thing about making a rum is it takes two years to mm. to fully become a rum. Before that, it's like a it's a champ something sugar I cane what it is, something spirit. So it's probably something like that. Yeah. Probably. 
champagne. champagne. I think that's Sugar just a nickname. I don't think that's the actual. I don't, I don't think that's actually what it is. But we'll run with that. It's yeah. domestic violence in a short. <laughs> in a <laughs> short. Well, it's remember, called a rum seventh. I still remember this fucking unit. Yeah. We were down at the Caxton and. Like we've been getting stuck into it all day, sort of thing. And we went upstairs, did an episode with the BBB lads, and um, come down. And big fella goes, "Daddy needs a rum." <laughs> anyway, goes up to the thing, goes, "Hey, bros, can I just get a fucking domestic violence and a short?" <laughs> and all my just goes, "A fucking what?" And he goes, "A rum, bros, Bundy rum." <laughs> I think one of the first uh, one of the first reviews I did was I think Bundy rum original. Yeah, and I even. I got to had a fake mullet. Yeah. Put it on. <laughs> yeah, nice. It was all dressed up, flannel and everything. Yeah. And yeah, I think I finished it off today. All right, I got to go fight a wheelie bin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, fucking good stuff, mate. What do you reckon? We'll step it up and yeah. not shame. We'll fucking try the uh, the level up. Right on. I'll yeah. crack some more. Let's do it. So we're stepping it up a notch here, Kenny. Talk to us, mate. What are we? Uh, what are we on? So we're going from the pails to a tropical pail, so probably a bit more on the fruity side. Ooh. Breakfast juice. So okay. Being that you didn't like the other one, being a little bit more fruity, I think we're going the wrong direction at the moment. But that's okay. Yeah, four point nine percent from Green Beacon Brewing Co. One of the bigger mobs down around Brisbane. Yep. Mm-hmm. So in a can, that's one and a half standard drink. It's like a uh, pretty light colour, very hazy, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. Getting hazy, Is and it? it'll be on that fruity side, you know. Yeah. Um, how do you clear warm uh, water up? Chlorine. Chlorine, Flo- lime. Flo- flocculent. 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 Yeah. It's all our mining days. I don't reckon there's as much aftertaste as the... No. I was no. going to say there's not a... There, there is that, Sorry, um, was this... No, no, no. That's this green one here. Oh, the green one. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Yep, so Tropical pale ale. So that's a... um, That's got a taste with it, but... I, I actually like that yeah. because it doesn't have a strong – my biggest thing is after you finish swallowing a fucking mouthful of beer is I don't want a big, heavy, like, mm. <clears throat> taste that you can't get out of your mouth after. And that seems yeah. to not really linger too bad, eh? Yeah. Yeah, so it says they're refreshing it. and smooth, tropical fruit flavour. Yep. I feel like I need a margarita after this. <laughs> I think because it's in a glass too, it's not like I think just having that mentality in your head of what mm. you're drinking, eh? If you're open to like trying shit and going like, oh, like that's right. I don't flavors. think I could have a session on too many of these, but I could definitely bang a can. Yeah, like mm. that's right. You can drink a you could drink a can of it, and that's what you're trying to promote at the end of the day. Yeah, like just going through a few different ones. Yeah, by getting up there, that's one point five standard drinks. You're getting probably at the limit there. The next one we're going to do is one point eight. So Quinn, oh, Quinn's yeah. driving to lunch. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Quinn am. is dropping me home today. <laughs> Someone in the uh, group, the Trento's group, the other day was whinging about they want to hear us get pissed. Well, here you go, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying to sort um, out playlists as well. Like TikTok lets you do the playlist. Oh yeah, because there's like a hundred and something types of beer, you know. But I've been trying. There's a really good category is just session beers. Mm. You know, the ones you can do a carton of. This one's probably at your limit, you know, one and a half. Yeah. yeah. Then you have um, four-pack territory after that. Yeah. Yep. No, I, uh, especially if you know what you're drinking there, that's not – Um, I don't think that's too bad at all. It doesn't have a lingering taste, which I'm a, mm. I'm a fan of with it. But like you said, Cam, it's not like I'd get 30 of them and pound them in a weekend on the piss. No. Nah. You know? 
Gurgles is for a conversation starter. If you are going around to your mates on a Friday and you haven't caught up in a while and you sit down, this is a conversation, mm. trying a new beer. Yeah, yeah, even if you bring it over and say, listen here, you stubborn cunt, yeah. fucking try this. We've <laughs> both got to try it. <laughs> yeah. No, that would be a good thing, eh? If you have a bite, you drink like normal shit. Oh, well, not normal, but, you know, lagers with every now and again, maybe dabbling in a couple of cans. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, it gets a bad rap, I guess. You, like, you don't need a top knot and talk like you're a uh, Triple J announcer mm. to drink mm. craft beer. Then that's, I think, where the appeal was with me doing the videos was yep. completely not being that sort of thing. Sometimes yep. I'll, I'll read the cans or I'll start saying something. Like, I think I said... I think I said one of the beers was very approachable. Yeah. And I like looked at myself on the little screen on the <laughs> camera and I'm like, what are you saying, you fuckwit? Well, see, <laughs> like, I think there was something that drew me to watching your videos and obviously it's because you're a fitter. You didn't need to say anything <laughs> yeah. and you're just a normal cunt. Yeah. So that's what the best part is, is you're a normal cunt, at, which relates to other normal cunts and you might go, hang on, if this bloke's, you know, yeah. trying a couple of these things and it's not too fucking out there, mm. it's good. Yeah. So this Green Beacon, where's it brewed? Uh, it's down around Brisbane. I think they're Tenerife. Yep. And I think they started out independent brewery and then got bought out by Asahi Beverages, which is one of the huge players. So yeah. Obviously, they got offered a big fat check to do that and oh. all of us would say yes to that. But, um, yeah, yes, they started off. I think I think they're one of the more dominant longer-term players. No, that's that's that not too scene. bad at all. Like, I think it's the the difference I'm finding a lot too is it's not as bubbly. Like it's not as I'm not mm. burping as much having these. I don't know. They're yeah. a bit. It's like it's a bit flatter. Is it? Yeah. Like than the normal fucking. Probably the thing. way it's fermented. Mm. And that's what I noticed with um, Coopers, which is a really popular beer. You know, mm. one of the stalwarts of Australian beer sort of thing. I've yeah. seen some drunk men on Coopers. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you what, when you have to spin the bottle to get the yeast to float back up, yeah. you know you're going to have some fucking messy blocks. Yeah. So they do an in-can fermentation thing. I think they add like a touch of sugar or something when they can it and it kicks off some of the fermentation a little bit again in the can mm. and it, it makes like a carbonated sort of thing to it. But all I get is just mega gassy. Like I'll drink the can and then I'm trying to do the close out of the video and just keep burping. And Why do they tell mm. you to roll it beforehand? Some of them, yeah, some of them do that. It's, it's like ginger beers. They say to store it upside down and yeah. all sorts of weird things, yeah. Nah, those red Coopers. Yeah, yeah. I could tell a few stories. Holy. Right, so that was, <clears throat> I think off the back of me Bucks party, one of the boys brought some. And they literally, I think there's still a couple in my fridge down there. Because <laughs> yeah, they're just like, you know, when you run out of piss, <clears throat> someone leaves it in there. And I just kept looking at them going, yeah. can't, if I have to roll you, I don't know if I'm too keen <laughs> on drinking you after, but... You know, I usually save them if it's a shed session on a Saturday night, and I save them for two o'clock in the morning if I've run out of everything else. Yeah, it's to go when you can't really taste anything yeah. anyway. Yeah, or if one of the blokes come around you don't really like, you want a beer, mate? Yeah, <laughs> yeah fucking. Now they're the hot and cold beers. <laughs> <laughs> the devil's piss. Yeah, I've still got a few cards left over for me wedding that we pulled out of the cold room and just so put in the trailer <laughs> on the way home, and I'll just feed it into them. <laughs> <laughs> That's the cartons you say. Thanks, mate. Thanks for doing that. Yeah. Eh? yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, uh, that was. Pretty easy to drink, that one. Yeah, I'm, that was good. Pleasantly surprised with that one. I thought that was going to be... Fuck, he's a smashing throw. <laughs> yeah, come on, mate. Come on. Fucking hell. Forcing this place. Well, we drink. weren't promoting fucking binge drinking. No, we're not. I'm just... Um, we're just drinking a normal pace. You're just... Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I'm just a bitch. Yeah, just struggling on the breakfast juice. It's like it's day two, except it's day one. Come I was on. lucky we started a little bit later, like, a little bit later than I thought, because um, 
you know, drink it in the morning. Well, we did an episode before you, mate, so we've already been on the piss since <laughs> <Yeah>. nine. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yep. I was going to say, like, you know, how, how beer started a couple of hundred years ago and they were drinking fermented drinks because the water wasn't safe to drink. Yeah. I think, you know, Townsville being a heavy industry refinery town and down here being refinery, you could argue the water's not safe to drink. Yeah. yeah. And yep. then just drink that in the morning. Yeah. That, that's <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I like I like where you're getting it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. right, mate. What's uh, what's option two here? What do we got? This is where sort of where we're getting into the stuff that I'm into at the moment. But Ooh. this is you know after I've been drinking these for a bit and just been notching up a little bit. So this is a All In Brewing Co. Hazy IPA. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people scared of IPAs because you know heavy hot flavour, heavy bitterness. Um, this one's six point two percent alcohol, one point eight standard drinks in a can, rare rider. Yeah, but being hazy, it's it's like unfiltered or semi-unfiltered and there's a different fermentation process from what I've read. Yeah. And, it, and it knocks a lot of that bitterness and aftertaste out and just gives you like a bigger, juicier flavoured beer. So they do compare it a lot to, to orange juice and stuff like that, the flavour yeah. you get out of the hops. So what's it called again? Uh, it's just called Hazy IPA. Hazy IPA, righto. Yeah. Yeah, righto. There's some flavour there, yeah. isn't there? <laughs> That's a fucking... That's pretty good. Yeah. See, it's hard to tell too because, like, okay, I might have to go back to my lager or the old better beer and fucking have a bit of a palate cleanser because I just finished drinking that. Oh, and it's almost that? like we're stepping it up. Yeah. You know? You're not yeah. going for a jog after a couple of these. No. 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 Better beer probably can. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, there's definitely a um a strong flavour there, isn't there? Mm. Yeah. Like, as in, yeah. When you go know. camping, will you take... um. Like a random four pack. Um, do you keep it going on even when you've been a weekend warrior? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like one little camping trip I did, I did like the ultimate carton, and I filmed a little video on that. It was priced. It was like a ninety dollar carton or something. Yep. Yeah, yeah, um, right. But it was like a four pack of Colonial Pale Ale, Black Hops, um, might have been Green Beacon and so- oh, and um, perhaps Blue Ribbon. Yeah, like PBRs, the yeah, we, American. Yeah, we used to smash them in Canada. Yeah, yeah, like, fucking oath. They used to cop a yeah. hide. And the old, what was the old ladies, the Milwaukee's? Mm. Mm. So I reckon this hazy IPA, juicy mango and papaya, papaya fused with a soft, full mouthfeel. What the fuck is a soft, full <laughs> mouthfeel? I can explain it to you. <laughs> All they really mean is, 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 is the, the haziness and the lack of bitterness. But that's a pretty short spiel. Some of them get into this thing like, you know, this beer will remind you of sun glisten feels on the beach on a hot summer's day. Because this yeah. is... I don't know who writes the shit. Like you said, we just we just fucking clipped it, clicked it up a gear here because that is like, that's definitely... Look, I've never dabbled in papaya, but like m- the mango sort of fruitiness is definitely yeah. starting to come through there. Yeah. Yeah, I'm feeling pretty tropical. <laughs> Yeah. You almost put one of them little straw umbrellas in it like a cocktail. Yeah, stop This it. is definitely one of those ones that I don't feel like I'm drinking beer anymore. Mm. You know what I mean? Those other ones, there was still like a hint of fucking what I'm not used to, but this is like a totally different world, I reckon. Like the step up between that last one for me and this one, I'm like, righto. Now I'm dabbling in shit I haven't dabbled in. <laughs> I think when you look at the history of it, like hops were only used as a bittering agent. Yeah. Shipping beers to make them last oh, during really? shipping, you know, because it shipped on a wooden boat. Because how long would a um, hazy IPA or whatever last? Is it more like less fridge time compared to a lager? 
If you look after it, I think it's fine. Like if you keep the refrigeration up to it, and you know you're not letting it get hot, cold, hot, cold. Mm. But it is shorter than a lager, I believe. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like shelf time would not be like a four X gold. No, no, probably not. Look, yeah. brutally honest, there. I would not spend me money on that. However, it it fits what it says on the can. Like yep. the fruity. Like they're saying that it's that fruity fucking thing and not bitter and it's not bitter and it's fucking fruity yeah you know yeah yeah me personally like my palate it's just like i probably wouldn't buy that but i'll tell you know, what i'd have i'm this gonna with. drink it i'll tell you what <laughs> i have this with salmon and a mango salsa mm. yeah nice yeah like a really fucking and i think food, not that bad. like food matching to beers is just as big a thing as you see wine matching to beers that's like, right yeah when you're getting into this stuff yeah like lager Steak, yeah. steak, chips and salad, <laughs> pepper sauce, baby, <laughs> cooked medium, pepper sauce, baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. Yeah, I never thought you'd be matching beer to um, food, but but that's how I feel. Salmon, mm. mango salsa. It's um, like it's not it's not bad to drink. I just feel like that's that's probably a one drink limit for me. Like I I oh, yeah. I didn't not like that. But in saying that, I wouldn't want another one up its ass, you know? Oh, you're in for a treat for the next one then. Here we go. <laughs> She's gonna oh, get... I haven't even tried the next one and some of them scare me a little bit. So this one, yeah, the next one's 10%. So 10%? Yeah. I'll I that suppose up. that's one of those things that you got to remember um, when you're getting into these things too is you can only make it taste so good when it's fucking 10% alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> like some of these things yeah. blow your head off. I think that's the thing is it's either drinkable at that strength or it's not. Like that's what I yeah. see with some of the really heavy ones. I think there's ones that I tried at the start that if I tried again now, I'd probably appreciate more. Yeah. Um, but definitely at the start, I was like, holy crap, what is it? This What's is like doing? rocket fuel. Yeah. Know, like as in, that's, that's, I suppose, it'd be like um, the good brewer's and brewing companies compared to the ones that aren't doing a great job, I suppose it's making that percentage taste drinkable, wouldn't well, it be? And I, and I think it's because there's so much to it. It's the, the fermentation, the type of yeast you use, the sort of hops you use and the amounts when you add them because they add them in the boil at the start and they also dry hop, they add after the boil. Yep. There's so much to it. Yeah, that's yeah. fucking so wild. If you don't know what you're doing. Um, I reckon yeah. it would be an unreal experience to go to like a brewery that dabbles in – from oh, I don't know if they would, but from like a lager through to a fucking wild one of these, you know, yeah. XBAs or whatever. Yeah, like it'd be cool to see the different process involved yeah. with it. I wish I lived closer to some of these mobs down in Brisbane and that because I'd I'd love to go do just a a bloke's interview. Of, yeah, you know. Oh, definitely. None of yeah. this wanky sort of stuff. Just yeah. Just fucking tell me how it is. Show me the cool stuff. There's yeah. a guy that follows me on Instagram that messaged me with a few drinks to try, and he builds breweries for his trade. Yeah, yeah. right. A lot of like stainless TIG welding and that sort of stuff, and he's you know sent me some photos. He's been building breweries for some of these guys, I think. Yeah. Um, and that's pretty cool. Just the fabrication and yeah. the, the process of it. It's so technical. The yeah. amount of sensors and automation and that when you get into you know going from a shed brewery to a bigger brewery. Yeah. Because there's so much to it. I think the way they care for the the beer as it comes out of fermentation. So there's a big thing around not letting oxygen get anywhere near it. Yeah, okay. And and that's a huge thing. The steps they need to do to keep oxygen out of it. So even when they're canning it in the canning line, I think they flush like a hood with carbon dioxide and it just pours down and flushes and keeps any oxygen away from going into the can. Yeah, right. Because um, I, think, I think they call it DO. I think it's 
diluted oxygen, I think. Yeah. And that's a big thing. If it gets in the can, it can sort of kill the beer. So You there look you like, um, after listening to you, you pretty much look like a perfect example. You're into your fabrication. Yeah. You, you're mechanical-minded. You love beer. Yeah. Are you going to become, are you going to have a brewery one day? No, Is that the I've end goal? I've thought about it. You I've thought, thought about, about it? it? And I've had a go at distilling, um, well, essential oils that taste like bourbon or whatever you're legally allowed to call it. Oh, yeah, but, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> I did that back in the day. But the big thing around that was making, like, I had the boiler and I made um, the big uh, column and then uh, it, it was all out of copper and then I made, like, uh, a Liebig condenser, I think it's called. So you sort of braze that all together. Um the fabrication side sort of interested me more than the making the spirit side Very of things. Side, yeah. Mm. yeah. So, but the well, I might have to have a chat after the show, mate. But yeah, I can definitely see you running a brewery. It's just spare time, eh? Yeah, yeah that's, that's right. the. It's yeah. the that's, and, and that's yeah. one thing where you'd have to focus every everything yeah. on. No hobbies. No. It'd yeah, it'd be your one single hobby. I think. I, I like the um, your mates that we. Um, tried before how they got the um keg trailer to take camping oh you have seen that on so me and the boys have been chatting we want to build one yeah we said five grand each i think there was like six of us and um so we're we're thinking about doing that because i'm going how good would that be you just tow it and you have a ginger beer a couple of beer options yeah even a salsa or or a cider or something yeah Oh, that would go off. I've thought about doing that with my canopy build on the toy hauler. Yep. Sort of kidding something in. Like I've seen cool ones where old mate's got like a dosing pump and he has, you know, bottles of rum hidden in the back <laughs> and he just comes up, hits the button and it doses like Brr. two shots Chosh, into a glass. Yeah, stop yeah. it. You know, I was like, that'd be a cool YouTube video for the build side of things. Oh, and definitely. That, and, and then also tying with the Unicam stuff. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. 100%. Do you reckon what? we rack up a 10%? What do you reckon? Yeah, let's fucking, well, let's step it up a click, baby. <laughs> Before the slurring begins. <laughs> Righto, stepping it up another gear here. I don't know how many gears this fucking vessel's got. But we're we're about to hit bow bend. So uh, talk to us, brother. What are we on? Well, we're coming on boost. So um, <laughs> we're going from 6.5% to 10%. Woo! So uh, I brought this special one down. This is something I'm doing with Green Beacon Brew and Co. at the moment. I haven't tried it yet. Yep. Um, I've been starting at the bottom end. They sent me like a pale ale, a couple of IPAs, and then this triple IPA. Um, and then they're sending me a couple other beers to try for the rest of the year for their 10 years of beer celebration, 10 years brewing. Yep. So this one, yeah, it's a Journey X TDH IPA, or triple IPA. Fuck. I'm not sure what a TDH means. Yep. Craft beer people would. But it's yeah, triple dry hopped, triple IPA. So that's. So that's we look up, up what that TDH is. Sure. Quinn? Yeah. So it's a um. Hello, signal lost here on the. T- oh, we're back. We're back. Right. Up. So yeah, triple hopped will be that it's um after it's boiled, they're adding in more hop additions. Okay. So. More flavour. Would that yeah, be like a definitely more flavour. Triple dry hop. So the name refers to dip hopping, a process we've written about here, and the TDH in this instance refers to the IPA being ah, triple dip tri- hop, triple dip hop, rather triple. than triple dry hop. There you go. Learn something new every day. Mm. I still don't know what the fuck that said. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. But yeah, there you go. So yeah, four forty mil cans. So they're up with the big boys there. Yep. And ten percent makes it three and a half standard drinks. <laughs> You're not, you're not doing many of can. Yeah. Gee whiz. <laughs> I don't know how like how these blokes sometimes survive because you can think of the alcohol tax. Yeah. 
If like, you get like wild boar bourbon, yeah, like they're fifteen percent cans. That was one of my highest viewed. I think it's the second highest viewed video. Mm. I sat on the ground of the shed to review it. <laughs> it was 4.4 4. 4 standard drinks in a can. Yeah. So you do not mess around at all with that. But um, after the first few sips, so you can tell that it's not a, a premium Jack Daniels sort of thing. But after that, you can't taste it. Yeah. It's just oh, mate, full noise. Cam and I remember one time both of us were down at Agnes. And um, we went to the bottle this anyway. Yeah, yeah. We went to the bottle oak and we went, righto, let's get the can in here that is the most percent. I think yeah. we landed on wild turkey, Ooh. whatever it was. Fucking <laughs> 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 hell. Yeah, well, some wild turkey thing, mate. And it, um, like uh, we had a couple of cans. I forgot what it was called, but it blew your head off. Yeah, anyway, that was the gold, gold wild turkey Oof. cans or something. Yeah, that is some big the old bush of that. You can taste like a syrup. It's like a resin. That's a lot of hops. That's a couple of good words. Syrup and resin. Yeah. Well, they do talk about a resin flavour. Yeah. And you can see what they mean, eh? <laughs> like it's... <laughs> it's Tommy's struggling. Fucking hell, brother. That is, uh, that is a step up. Yeah. Isn't it? Not something you drink a lot of, but... Yeah. No. What, what size, uh, like, what would they sell that in? A, pa- a four-pack? four-pack, I think, yeah. Yeah. And what are these cans? 440s? 440s, yeah. So they've gone... I don't know why they've gone big like that. I guess 10 years of beer. Bigger is better. That's how you put your mace to bed at the end of the night. It would be a nightcap, yeah. Yeah. Because, so, yeah, for, for me, that would be like a... It blows me away that it actually is in such a big can. Mm. Because oh, I suppose me personally not drinking it, that sort of style thing, you'd think it'd be like a chaser, a little, like a little yeah. short, stocky fucking get this up, yeah? Sometimes but, I don't like the bigger cans because it sort of, I'm not sculling it, so it goes warm by the end of well, it. Well, that's right. That's the climate yeah, They come thing back too. to our weather. Yeah, exactly. But for me, the taste of that, I'm just thinking, fucking, that's a short and sharp, you know, getting through it. Because that, that is a very powerful flavour, mm. isn't it? That's, yeah, big on the hop end. You can even see the colour. Like, it's darker, much more amber colour. Mm. Yeah. Hazy and dark. This is where people get scared of craft beers, I think, is in the IPA world. It's, That's right. It's well, hazy. Bad. Your eyesight start getting hazy after two of those. I think you can appreciate that hazy that you just did before now that you've had... Yeah. That one. You can see that's much more juicy, fruity. Yeah, for sure. Um, drinkable. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. The one we were doing before, it's like you, there's still those subtle hints of those flavours in there, but it's not like a punch in the fucking mouth sort of... Mm. Sort of thing. Yeah. But as far as 10% oh, beer goes, there's oh. not that much aftertaste with that. No, that's that's what has been consistent with what we have had today is I've tasted beers before where there's been a lingering shit taste mm. in my mouth. Yeah. Where that, even though like, that's full on when you're drinking it, but yeah. I don't really have like a, a lingering no. shit taste. Yeah, it sort of just tails off. Mm. Yeah. It, you got to back them because you definitely wouldn't bring this out as your first beer, surely. Oh, that's why I didn't do it. <laughs> Mm. Yeah, like definitely got into it. Acai yeah. beverages that have been bought out so they can yeah. try things out. Yeah, 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 yeah. And look, I'd say, boy, if, if, I'd probably guarantee if you went to them and said, oh, how much volume are you selling of certain beers? Mm. You know, that Wayfarer Tropical Ale is probably selling six times the volume of the green of, one of we the tried. Yeah, so that's, yeah, that's yeah, the same definitely. One. Yeah, but that green, I liked the green, that green can we tried. Yeah. That was really good. Mm. I think. Um, Personally, I wouldn't I, like. I can't think of a time in my life where I'd I would personally go out and drink that for personal pleasure. 
Yeah. You know? Yeah. But I can appreciate it being that strong. Mm. Like, and it's it, it's not going to taste like fucking cordial if it's 10%, is it? No. No. <laughs> like, you know? Well, I'm sure there's bikes out there that love that strong, like really strong flavour. Oh, absolutely. Wouldn't it? And then I think this is where you get, and then you get into the dark beers mm. after that. Yeah, surely that's the fucking strongest and lightest of its kind, that bastard. Yeah. Mm. I know, like, there is a bit of a competition in Australia with who does the heaviest beer. Uh, I think Pirate Life, uh, I think they're down in South Australia. I think they hold the record 28%. Yeah. And that, I think they <laughs> can do Can we it. pull that up so we can see the can? Yeah. Yeah. I, don't, I think it's like sort of seasonal. I don't think they sell it anymore. Everyone's been trying to get me to do Snake Venom, which yeah, is yeah. 70 something percent. But I don't like that one. Well, I keep writing back to them in the comments and saying, you know, why are you trying to hurt me? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like, that's to a point where they're taking the piss now and they're just yeah. trying to be the strongest piss. They want out you to there. turn into the jackass of Oni Cans. Yeah. Doing that stuff. Because, like, that's a. That's a thing where it's it's like they're just trying to be the most strong drink out there for that reason, right? Not because South, where's it, where it from? The South Coast. No, South that was just a mid strength. That was the mid. Their South Coast Pale Ale is pretty nice, like the full strength one. It's that's a decent beer. Um, yeah, the twenty eight percent. I think you'll struggle to find it because I think it was something they did and then it was gone. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, that was a fucking. That was very. That was very strong. That one. Pirate Life are done, probably one of the most unique ones I've done. So they did a collaboration with Nobby and it was a green ant beer. Yeah, right. So green it was um, it was some sort of ale, like a tropical ale or summer ale or something. But then they collabed with a mob in the Northern Territory who are like the only licensed people who can harvest green ants. So it would be lemony. Yeah, yeah, lemony, citrus. Harvest ants. Yeah, they got all these green <laughs> ants' butts like bush tucker. True. Yeah, you lick a your green ants' butt, it tastes like lemon. Yeah. And they put that in a beer, and it sort of had like a coriander taste and something else to it. But it was called um, "Ants in Your Pants," and that was probably the weirdest <laughs> yeah. one I've done. Yeah, that's bright. Yeah, it actually wasn't that bad, but very bizarre. Shout out to ants. But I think what they do with the twenty-eight percent is they get like an IPA, their double IPA, and a triple IPA, and then they chill it, and then obviously different chemicals come off at different temperature ranges. So they sort of sweat the alcohol off, and then they bottle that. Yep, and it ends up like twenty-eight percent. I don't. Uh, I don't know how it could be drinkable. Fucking um, hell! I'm up in the Hunter Valley doing 18. percent I haven't tried that yet. I think it's a FA 18 Rhino or something. I think yeah. it's called from the Hunter Valley. And is this all beer? Like this is all Ten beer. beer. Yeah, because like that's what I find funny too. Is it's like right? What classifies as a beer? Because it's such a fucking wide range, isn't it? Like, yeah. I suppose yeah, just traditionally, some... I see a beer as like a, you know, just the normal lagers that you get. But fucking, yeah. it's just. I think it's pretty much anything that's got a malted grain and then it's fermented and then has water. It's almost like it's lagers have their own thing and it's like everything else should have its own name. Like it should be it should be <laughs> yeah. split up into There's different There's still some strange lagers out there, but No, no, I know there is, but I mean it's weird that something can be called a beer and taste so different. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like it's just How many a, Sorry. No, you're all right. Right. How many years do you reckon or months you got left? Trying beers in Australia before you start importing. Oh, like where's this? Where's your growth in this? Like, are you going to start importing in Canada or start doing overseas trips or anything like that? Or you're you're the taking same, a very the same day many by day. still in Australia. Like, I don't yeah. I don't think I can drink them quick enough to keep up with the ones that get released. Yeah, it's yeah, it's in, insane. Like, it's because it's it's such a a fad in the last few years with craft breweries. I think. I think I could never run out in Australia 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, I do try ones mainly through Uncle Dan's and some other mobs that contact me, whether it's uh, an American beer or German beer or something. Had a few mobs hit me up lately to do seltzers, yeah, mm. which I don't understand much. So I've been trying a couple of those, but they're, yeah. they're a very weird thing. I think they're on the healthy end as well, like low calorie. There's. Can we look up um, like what is actually a seltzer, Quim? Because somehow, what Troy was explaining, I think on the episode, they can yeah, dodge just, some alcohol tax yeah. prepared to make it a normal drink. I think because it comes under a beer because it's fermented. It's usually from rice. Okay. So what is seltzer? Well, if you – hang on. Where are we here? Well, if you are like most Australians, this is probably a term you're not too familiar with, but it's simplest form. Seltzer is basically fizzy water. Mm. right? Now, what has this got to do with beer? For the lowdown on this new drinks trend, read on. Not keen to read on. No, nah, it's a bit of a too long didn't read. But yeah. some of it is brewed from rice, I think, which which gives it that real clear fermentation. So, but some of it, they just add vodka. So I reckon seltzer is basically carbonated water. Yeah. You're basically drinking water with added bubbles from carbon dioxide. So I think the difference between that and soda water is soda water's got other minerals and funny tasting things in it, like it says there, yep. that makes it soda water. I think it's like clean soda water. And then they add, like, fruits in it. So, yeah, to, to put the flavour there. Yeah, I did a mango and something one the other day that a bloke sent me in that said was pretty good. And it, it was okay. Mm. Not really my thing, but I understand. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how the alcohol actually comes into it. What are they actually breaking down? Well, it's Is it fermented. actually the fruit? No, no, it's fermented rice usually. So it's using rice as a real clean, pale fermentation. Um, so but, that, that's closer to a vodka, wouldn't it be? Getting there, yeah, yeah, and then and then some of them they just add vodka. I think, yeah, it's like um, Bundaberg rum ginger beer. It's not so much a normal ginger beer from what I have read. It's got white cane spirit added to it. That's what we're all talking about. Cane spirit, cane spirit, yeah. What so were you saying before? The champagne, champagne. <laughs> yeah. Champagne. yeah. yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> white cane spirit, yeah. So I think it's they don't put it in the barrels and age it to get that flavor. Yeah, they put like raw, raw rum into it. Yeah, I I like some of the salsas, but. Like yeah, they're really lacking flavour. I like. Yeah. I'm not buying it. I like it. In, I like it when you're camping and you're over beers and you're still out in the boat. Yeah. And you want just a couple of, without getting too sweet, like mm. a couple of things are just. Uh, I e- think they're marketing the healthier option, like healthy alcohol. If that's oh, yeah. definitely. That's you know. that's that's what it's all. And about. Americans can't handle their piss like Aussies can, so that's why it's a big market over there. That's a weird one. Like I've I've never been to the US, but um, you know, you see them drink shots neat. On all the movies and that, yeah. So, mm. yeah, I don't understand that. Like, I, I, I couldn't sit there and just and just do shots of bourbon. Well, do you know that. what blows me away? Do you know these movies? We're talking movies, like back in the day, the old westerns and shit like that, mm. right? You get this cunt who's been out riding a horse for probably weeks, fucking getting off with a limp, walking into a bar. He'd be dry as fuck, and he gets a shot of whiskey. Yeah, it doesn't seem that- right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking hell, that'll blow your head off. Yeah, wouldn't it? Yeah, shot of whiskey. But yeah, you do put it like that where they drink on the movies a lot of stuff neat, and mm. yes, us Australians we don't really drink Not too scary. much neat. No. I've just been dabbling lately with the old scotch and everything like that. I just know Americans I've been on the piss with and Canadian blokes. They're going, "What the fuck are you drinking again for? Yeah, or how are you still going? We'd put everyone, we'd tuck them into bed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, tap them on the ass at the end yeah. of the night, right, mate. I think it's more of a thing they show in movies. I, I, I don't yeah, think I think it is because... Yeah. I went through this phase where I was trying to drink whiskey neat 
and I went through buying all these like eighty to hundred dollar bottles of bourbon and scotch and all that stuff, trying to find out the one that I could drink neat. All of them just taste like burning to me. Yeah. And then I'd drink a bottle of like American honey. It's like thirty five bucks or forty bucks. I'm like, oh, that's delicious. Yeah, yeah. And I sit there and I'm like, am I bogan? Yeah. Like, <laughs> does that make you bogan? Yeah. yeah. I'm like, I quite enjoy this. I wouldn't bother with the eighty dollar bottle. Like, this is mm. fine. And yeah. Yeah. Well, it was like um, when we're down for the UFC, Hello Sport Boys, Jarchi and that. They'd yeah. all just be drinking, um, what was it, Jameson. Mm. Neat, neat. Yeah. Just Aussie boys just drinking Jameson yeah. neat. Nothing else in it. Mm. So I was like, oh, yeah, well, we'll have to dive into that. Yeah. I love Japanese whiskey and I can drink that neat. Yeah. I don't think I've had a go at that yet. Yeah. Right, so, well, what's the... Well, uh, this is the palate cleanser plant, to save you. Yeah. Right, so this is the palate cleanser to bring us back down to uh, back down to earth. Yeah. So I do love ginger beers and I've tried a stack of them. Yep. Um, you end up with ones... Fucking <laughs> 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 out. Just, just let it go, Cam. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Harden, <laughs> the, harden the fuck up, Cam. Catch up, would you? <laughs> so your ginger beers, like you end up like your Brookvale <laughs> Union end of just ginger beers... That is real sweet ginger beers. Yep. Then you go all the way through to say like your, your um, rusty yak. Um, it's probably the most gingery one. Mm. And then in the middle is sort of James Squire. That's beautiful, um, whatever that is. Yeah. So this is probably the one that I've found that is the most balanced in the middle. And a full-size can. So 375ml can, not your 330, 355. So yeah, Monday Brewery. Which I don't know too much of the history. I think it's north of Brisbane, up around Mullaney somewhere. Yeah. Um, your money markets. Your money markets is, yeah, what I've heard of. So, yeah, I, I did this one a while back and it's still been my favourite to date. So, yeah, 1.2 standard drinks, full 375ml can. Yep. All is right. that at your local Dan Murphy's? Well, you couldn't buy it locally. I bought it from their website. Okay. Um, but now I found that at Star Liquor. That's Star fucking, uh, Liquor, yeah. <clears throat> that's very nice. So, Star Liquor, I think they sort of get let down because you go on their website and you can't browse through all the range like like Dan Murphy's you can. Yeah. But if you go there, their selection of craft beers and other spirit like weird spirits. Um, I think I've got one to review this week, like a Kentucky bourbon and ones yep. you've never heard of. They have much more range than pretty much any other bottle shop. And I and this was in stock there the other day, so I was pretty happy with that. Yeah. No, mate, that's that's, uh, that's very nice. I've I've tried a few before where it's been very fizzy and very heartburny and indigestion-y, where I feel like that's a bit flatter, which I would prefer in a ginger beer, and it's yep. more the flavour of the ginger that comes through. Yeah. That's what year did nice. the ginger this start? Because if you said to me at 2012 when I started my apprenticeship, I couldn't get one of these. All I could get was the Stones yeah. ginger yeah. beer. Pretty rough, yeah. That was like that was it, yep. unless anyone else can tell me. But that was it. Yeah, I don't even know when it started. Maybe, Some cunt just had a good stuff. idea. Oi, can Quinn, can you Google the first ginger alcoholic ginger beer? Because yeah, I, I really like that. Eh? Do you remember that's, getting a carton cool. of them to mix it up, like as a young fella? No. Not, not like Stones ginger beer. Oh, yeah. I, I remember getting thrown a bottle. Like you'd always get the Stones. You pour it in your beer when you're over beer camping. Yeah. So ginger beer, the delicious brewed fermented beverage, will all that we all know and love, first appeared around the mid 1700s in England. It was initially made as a fermented alcoholic beverage using ginger, sugar, and water. It's probably when did 17... ginger beer become popular? I was going to yeah. say 1700s. Yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's probably because normal ginger beer is not alcoholic. No, 
because I remember you used to get it as homebrew. Like I remember when I was in primary school or just going to high school, my old man, when he was alive, he made a ginger beer as a homebrew. And I don't know if he doubled the yeast or doubled the sugar or did something, but it was rough. Yeah. And he'd have one, he'd have one tallie and be a mess. Oh, true. Yeah. And I just remember one night my old girl just popping caps and tipping them down the laundry sink and just yelling at him. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> it was just pretty stuff. wild. Yeah. It was yeah, obviously well, there good you stuff. Go. So I reckon the 18th century. So this niche carbonated beverage does have alcoholic origins. It was first made in Yorkshire, England. And quickly gained popularity throughout the UK in the 18th century. Still not really what we're after. No. Nah, not really. Because yeah. that was like the history of it. It started as an alcoholic thing, but obviously transitioned to something people like without the alcohol. Mm. And surely it's it's pretty recent. Like oh, you not- got a couple of years on us. When Did you see it in a bottle? Nah, not really. No, no, it hasn't been. Probably the last probably two or three years, really, eh? Yeah. That's been a full-on spike in it. Now there's probably four or five cunts. Oh, normally every, it. like, look at better beer. Yeah. They've got yeah, a, a ginger, um, beer. ginger beer. Um, vodka soda. Like vodka soda. They beer. do a ginger beer version of the vodka. Um, a lot of them do it, eh? James Squire. Tell you what, though, I really, yeah, yeah that's, that's I just, nice. I just tried the other night, I just tried the new spiced rum, James Squire ginger beer. Yep. It's pretty decent. Yeah. yeah. See, me, ginger... We, have never... you tried the um, Ben Lee spice rum? Ben Lee. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what I did in the video because I love that one. That's Yeah, it's pretty but good. But see, Ben Lee make spiced rum. Yeah. James Squire make ginger beer. Mm. So they've, they're have coming like opposite ends of the spectrum. They're adding spiced rum to ginger beer where Ben Lee's adding ginger beer to spiced rum. Ah, there so, you go. So, um, yeah, I, I highly rate the Ben Lee one. It's, it's delicious. Yeah. And really good spiced rum. And adding a decent ginger beer, James Squire's got a really decent ginger beer, and adding a spice rum from somewhere. So, I, yeah, I, it, right. Like it, I looked it up on all websites. Their website tried to Google it to find out whose spice rum are they adding, mm. or is it just like they just ordered like a spice rum additive or something? But um, yeah, different ends of the spectrum. And yeah. do they taste very different, or the Beanley ones more of a more spicy, more smoky, or oaky maybe yep. spice rum. Yep. Where the um, ginger beer, I guess the ginger beer is like the hero in the James Squire one. Yeah. Where the spice rum's the hero of the thing in the... Yeah, I get what you mean. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think um, that's fucking really nice because, I, like I said, I feel like every other ginger beer, like a lot of other ginger beers I've had has been very fucking bubbly and very hard on the old um, indigestion. But that's a lot more like karma and, um, yeah. Yeah, I reckon it's Just the best balance. Yeah. yeah, that's fucking very nice. Yeah, that is the best ginger beer I've tried. So shout out to your Monday. Mm. Yeah, good stuff. I used to like the Monday markets. <laughs> shout out to your Monday. You know, <laughs> you know, I used to get those. Um, look, a little bit of felt and a bit of plastic, and you put them in the roof of your mouth, and you make all the bird noises. <laughs> if you wanted to go do that and piss off your parents for the fucking rest of the school holidays, you used to go get them from the Monday markets. Yeah, that's where you get them. Like, cool, cool car. <laughs> you know, I don't know what the fucking words were, but once you put it on the roof of your mouth, it was fucking hilarious. Cool, cool car. Yeah, so we were the biggest fuckwit kids ever because we'd go back to a little bar playing tennis out on the court and then have these things in our mouth doing all the bird calls. Yeah, fucking unreal. Good stuff. Do you know what I'm on about? Or just uh, we have to look it up? Nah, well, look, I, I haven't Bird ever, calling mouthpiece. I haven't, look it up. I haven't dabbled in mouthpiece calling... Like birds before, but bird calling mouth piece. <laughs> That's in there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you, you seen them before? 
Oh, like bird I've, whistle look, magic. I've seen them, but I haven't dabbled in them. Is I haven't. Like, I haven't gone call, calling birds on mouth before. Yeah, that's Have your you? money market. Is that like did you call any in? Call? Hey, no, I don't know. Well, did you ever call any in? No. <laughs> I just pissed a lot of people off in Moolba. Have you seen old mate with that duck caller? And he goes, like, this is my real good duck caller. And he goes, it's the best duck call ever. And he goes, come here, duck. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, actually, I fucking saw that the other day. That was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. fuck, where are they what is, now? What is that thing? Bird whistle. Bird whistle. There you go. Yeah, there you go. I don't know. I want to get myself something. I don't bump into a bird calling mouthpiece on a day-to-day, but, you know, your Monday markets might still have them. Yeah. Shout out to your ginger beer too. Mm. (laughs) Fucking oath. That was very nice. All right. Right, Righto. Let's go. Let's move on to the fucking, uh, to the last step. Righto. Righto, now this is the final step here. We're going, we're going fucking balls to the wall here. We're going sours and fucking real out yeah. there stuff. Not as scary, like the, the alcohol percentage isn't as crazy, but yep. yeah, it's definitely getting out there away from beers. Yeah, yeah. But is it still technically called a beer? It is, yeah. So technically, it's like a fermented drink. Um, sours, they do it different ways. There can be kettle sours and other ways they do it to get the acidic flavour. Yep. Um, but I think what they do is they add lactose and the yeast reacts differently with it. Okay. Like it sort of doesn't eat off it at certain stages and allows certain flavours to stay in there or come out of there. Yep. Um, but even in sours, there's good sours and bad sours. This isn't like there's good sours and oh, there's good beers and bad beers. Yeah. But this one, the first thing you're going to try is from Atomic Brewing Co. Okay. So Atomic Brewing Co, they're called. This is the yeah. le- lemon and lime one. Yeah. So yep. this one really impressed me because you wouldn't drink a lot of them. It's, it's like a dessert drink. Yep. I think it's technically called a pastry sour. But what it reminded me of is that nostalgic taste of lemon spread. So a little, little bit older than you guys, I think. Like I'm, I'm getting close to 40. But there was lemon spread used to put on sandwiches as a kid and um, have oh, a white the, lid. Yep. Lemon whip. Atomic lemon whip. Mate, this looks like it's brewed out of Golden Circle. Mm. Wow. It's going to be sour, like almost like sour warhead. Sour. But that's, see, I li- That's prime. But see, I like sour stuff. Yeah. Because like, then I, I like yeah. that change of palate. Yep. So that uh, that's like a... Yeah. That's like a little fucking warhead. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's... Yeah, that's, like you uh, mentioned before, you're nice. not really a sweet tooth, so... No. You know, yeah. Bro, that's tasty to me. Like, as in, it's, it's one of those things you're not going to drink heaps of them, but I really like that. Like, as in, as just a, a change-up. Like, if you yeah. went from, if you fucking pumped, um, you know, 12 Better Beers or 12 Northerns or 12 Twoies, whatever you normally drink as your standard, and then you pump one of them, that's a fucking nice little flavour hit, yeah. I reckon. Yep. There's some of these too that, nice. um, there's weird ones. Like, there's a, a cinnamon ginger beer, I think they do, that a mob do, and you're meant to pour it over ice cream. Yeah, right. Like, really? so, like a spider. Yeah, almost like a spider sort of thing. Yeah. So yeah, this one, yeah, is getting in for like lemon meringue pie sort of thing. Sours, you get, there's all these run-of-the-mill sours that have just got fruit in them, different, you know, strawberries, raspberry, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Then there's ones that um, go to these nostalgic flavours, like I think it's Corumban Valley Brewery do a, a Hubba Bubba grape sour, and it tastes like Hubba Bubba Chewy. Well, Mate, that is almost weird. dangerous than, than a UDL or a cruiser. Mm. You could throw that back, no drums. Yeah, yep. Yeah, it's very, uh, it's very nice. I think for me, being the um, 
don't like the real sweet stuff or real strong flavours. I feel like I really like that, but I reckon I'd be capped at probably still like two yeah. or three. Yeah, like, like it wouldn't be. Like, it's not like a sessionable thing. Nah, I can have a session on these. You reckon? <laughs> yeah. Easily. Yeah. 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 See, I, I, I found me a new drink. I'd be more of a. Um, I'd be more of a two or three of them. I reckon, but I really, I really do like them. That's no, nice. I reckon you're sitting back on the fucking brand on the Arv and you're over everything else because you're an alcoholic <laughs> and you want to dabble in a few. So they're only 4.5%, so it's not too crazy. 330ml can, what's that, 1.2. So It definitely brings you alive. That, like that tastes in, like a margarita without the tequila taste. Yeah. Mm. You could drop a shot of tequila in it. Oh, yeah, sort of. Oh, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'll tell you what, man, that's... Uh, yeah, that actually tastes like a really margarita like mix sort yeah. of thing. Yep, yep, yep. That's fucking nice. Mm. With lemon, nice. obviously, besides lime. And then you move from there. Yeah, where are, where are we heading there? Where are we heading So, Hope Estate Brewery down in the Hunter Valley, around the Newcastle area. Yep. So, sort of a, more of a sour sour. So, the first one was like a sweet dessert sour. This one's an imperial lemon lime sour. Yep. I didn't mind this one, and they fucking do cool variations. Fucking cool looking can, too. Actually, can design's probably a thing to get into. Some of the can designs, there's awards just for can design. Yeah, right. You could have a shit beer but still win the can design award. It's almost like tattooing sort of thing. Some of the designs are yeah. amazing. Yeah. But see, this is 7, 6 7%. 7%. 7%. So 2.1 getting... standard drinks. Well, it's getting up there. They do a 12, I think. Okay. So I think I was going to get the 12 <laughs> okay. and then I, I backed out a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Right, so let's give this. I a feel go. like we meant to have music in the background. Fucking okay. Oh. Hey, that's that's, that's good too. Yeah, but I feel like, <laughs> it's like lemon lime ice blocks. Yeah, man. I feel like that's just like a. If I cracked a can of like a lemon lime uh, soft drink, I probably wouldn't question it if I sipped that. <laughs> and then just fall over after a couple of. Yeah. Like I do feel I'm like that I'm fucking pretty blind. So yeah, I feel like um, Gaviscon could be a sponsor <laughs> in today's show. I've got some Nexium in my bag. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> Shout out Nexium because I, yeah. But that um, the flavors there, like like we're talking about before. I think it's a thing where all of these things, like these drinks, I really like the flavor, but it's not like a long term fucking drink. Twelve of them, sort of thing. Nah, know? it's nah, very nah. tasty though, isn't it? I disagree for that one we just tried beforehand. <laughs> I I reckon I could You'd sneak past Dan's this afternoon at All Star Liquor and try find it <laughs> <laughs> for the for leading into Easter weekend. Yeah, mm. and that's the thing for you guys. Listen, there's a few here you should try. Yeah, leading into Easter. It just blows me away, blows me away that these things could be called beers. Yeah. Like what I'm drinking now tastes like lemon, lime, sour, fucking, I don't know, a warhead lolly melted down and it's a beer. You think it's more of like vodka based or something? Yeah, like that's, yeah. What, that's what I'm trying to say. Like it blows yeah. me away that it's still actually classified as a beer. Yeah. What the fuck is a beer? Queen, can you Google beer? Definition of beer? We should know this. I think it's got pretty loose over the years. What well, the that's what I mean. Because I'm like, what the fuck is an actual yeah. beer, man? Yeah. That's like that, that, that snakehead one I was talking about, that's 70-something percent. It's a fermented drink, 
but yep. then they add ethyl alcohol to it to get it that high. Yeah, that's why yeah. I don't really want to try it. It's not a genuine beer that's that heavy. Yeah, because it reckons beer here in the dictionary, like an alcoholic drink made from yeast fermented malt flavoured with hops. Yeah. So, so, like, besides metho, isn't St. Brendan's or something like that, it's, it's called, you might have to look up the highest percentage of alcohol. I think it's pretty much metho with a drop of lemon juice in it. And it, it, well, it's a spirit, not a beer. Yeah, it's, yeah, going away from beers, just going on the most, yeah, highest alcohol. That's alcohol. That's drinkable. <laughs> my mates, like one of my best mates, is over in the Czech Republic at, at the moment, where he's from, and he was going to bring me back a bottle of this seventy-two percent spirit. I think it is seventy-two percent. Yeah. So you run your car off it. Yeah, you could. Yeah. <laughs> so St. Brendan's hasn't come up at all. <laughs> St. Brendan's a school. No, but, the, yeah, yeah, but it's called like St. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, but it's called like something like St. Brennan's. You might have to look that up oh, after. I think, so, are you 96? referring to like the barrel that St. Bernard's wear in the Arctic? No, it was actually called St. Brennan. Okay. It's 96% alcohol volume liquor there, and that one. Heck. Yeah, I think this was like 98. You can't drink that, eh? Like, I no. reckon this one I'm drinking Can you look now. up the St. Brennan's thing so I can clear my mind and not to school? This one I'm drinking now, this Imperial Lemon Lime Sour, this is a one. This would be a definitely a one can max for me. Like as yeah. in, I, I, I like the flavour, but I'm like... It's intense. After, yeah, it's yeah, very... It's full it's Very face-imploding sour. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, you might cap your night off with this as a little yeah. thing, but that would be where it ends for me, I think, yeah. if I was going to dabble in them. And I think all these beers, I'm like that. You know, I'm still a Great Northern mm. heavy guy. Yep. You know, there's there's fridge fillers and then there's these sneaky treats or something different to try. Yeah. No, well, it's, it's an Irish, cool. Irish cream. It's only it's an Irish cream that's only 17.5%. That's all I've got yeah, here. Yeah, I'm talking shit then. 17's getting up there. No, nah, I swear I've seen something. must have been a different name. Yeah. Mm. Talking shit. But there's still a say <laughs> Brendan's fucking alcoholic spirit, so go get fucked. <laughs> Just dribbling. It's just a little bit off 98%. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah, yeah that's right. Quick maths. Mm, quick maths. Yeah, well, yeah, like I said, this thing, the, the flavor's definitely there, but it'd be like a it'd be like a cap off for a fucking, you know, a sweetener for the end of the night sort of thing for me. But if you get the, the, the one that's 10 or 12% of this, it'll, yeah, that's going to sort you out. Mm. You know, you do a couple of them and you're in party mode. I am in party mode at the moment. <laughs> Got to admit. Yeah, what's uh, right? Well, then speaking of party mode, uh, then you get to the guys that are the ultimate of the party mode is Fireball Whiskey. Fireball Apple. To finish things off, this is the fucking, uh, was the can to put us to bed. Yeah, so these <laughs> these are 1.8 standard drinks as well. I think they're 6%. 6.6. Yep. So, yeah, cinnamon flavored whiskey with apple. So, obviously, cinnamon and apple is going to go great together. Yeah. No brainer. Um, I started off these guys. I think I tried the cinnamon cola version. They also do a, I think they do like a four point eight percent. Then they do a six something percent. Then they do like a ten percent shorty can with cola. Yep. But then yeah, this one. So this has been my highest video views to date. Has been this yeah fireball and apple. It was definitely popular. Yeah, right. If you leave the can in in, in light. And then put it in the dark, all the can wording and that little dragon glows in the dark. Oh, it doesn't. That's a pretty cool fucking thing yeah. for a can, isn't it? Yeah. But it is delicious. Yeah, right. Oh. 
It's like apple pie sort of thing. That is, like, that is just a little apple flavour with a hint of cinnamon mm. to warm you yeah. up at the end, isn't it? I think it's a good balance at that at that 6%. I wonder range. if that's what Granny Smith tastes like. <laughs> The apple or the person? Oh, well. <laughs> Granny Smith herself. Mm. Yeah, Granny Smith. I figured that's where we're going. He'll be growling for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Do you reckon cinnamon's a bit like the coriander thing? People love or hate it? Or is everyone pretty okay with cinnamon as a general? I think, I think cinnamon does the same extent. I think, I think similar. Like cinnamon doesn't trick anyone into what it is, though. I think coriander, right. like we literally looked up a thing where people have a genetic thing where they taste soap with yeah. coriander, where I think cinnamon, it's just you either like cinnamon or you don't. Yeah. I can't do coriander. It's terrible. Yeah. I love coriander. Yeah. Big so, candy, yeah. so I think I get the soap thing. You should have a go yeah. and wrestle after this to see who... Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> but no, I haven't. I haven't. I don't think I've dabbled much in coriander to really know if I like it or not. I know that I don't buy it at the shops to put into shit on purpose. No, no. but um, tell you what, that's though, probably that, a good indicator. Where's that can get fucking? Like, where do you buy that from? Because I've um, not seen it before. Uh, Star liquor, yeah, is probably the main one. Yeah, can you? Um, look up Starlicker Glasson just for yeah. our locals. I've been here before. They I mean, like for, a me, for me on the way home. It's on. It's just near here. It's got a bit it's of a hill. It's next to the reef. Yeah. It's next to the reef. Is there one in the Night Owl Centre too? I've given Starlicker yeah, an two awful loca- lot of Two locations. Three. Three. three of them. There's three of them. Jesus. Shout so, out Sun Valley. Gadoon. Near the reef. You're about to cop a Cambodian on the way home. Glasgow <laughs> Central Shopping Centre. I yeah. feel like I could do with a sponsorship by Star Liquor. I do give them a lot of shout outs. Yeah, you do. They are pretty good. Yeah. So listen up. That's uh that was definitely that's definitely a good one to finish off on. That's very tasty, isn't it? They're ten percent cans in the little shorties with cola. That's a fair bit of cinnamon burn in that. Yeah, it would be. Yeah. Well, I think that's pretty subtle cinnamon burn. Yeah, this like as in it just leaves a little bit of warmth in your throat. I know Cam mm. and I used to like You'd have a bottle of Fireball in your little pocket going up the chairlifts in, in your Canada snowboard jacket yeah. at minus thirty because it just yeah. it'd like bring up the internal temp yeah. a bit. But um, oh, there you go. And it was twelve dollars ninety or something over there. Yeah, yeah bargain. It was pretty good, mate. That's fucking. Uh, that was a great range there. I think you could really tell at the start getting into your. Um, fruity sort of stuff that I found that though it didn't have a real strong aftertaste so like I could definitely see where blokes would like it and I didn't mind it at all and then there was that one really strong one that was just like right I wouldn't buy it mm. but yeah these sours mate that I struggle to call them a beer I'm it'd be more a thing where it's just like I could see myself digging into one of them to finish a session off yeah you know yeah yeah yeah, it's sort so, of a sweet treat, palate cleanser sort of thing. Yeah, I was yeah. in like, right, I'm nearly ready to finish up here. Let's smack one of these to finish off. Well, which is what you've said before, Camp, as well, is you get a carton of what you're going to smash and then a four-pack of your little treat. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> How do you go on the wines, mate? Do you, do you do dabble in any of that? Um, when I was, well, when I was doing it, the last gig I was doing, I was travelling a fair bit. I ended up down, you know, Sydney a fair bit, Newcastle. Yep. I'd be out with... Guys that are drinking bottles of red and stuff like that, I sort of was like, oh, I better try and get into some of this stuff and appreciate it. Mm. So I did get into like some of the Shirazes and that sort of stuff for a bit. Same thing. Certain vineyards, certain brands I'd like, other ones I didn't. Yeah. So it's exactly the same thing as the beers. But no, I don't, I don't, I don't usually drink wines. Um, port? I don't mind port. Yep. 
Um, I like some of those dessert ports. I'm not a big yeah. just standard port drinker. Yeah. We had some nice ones with, you know, like an 18-year-old bottle of some sort of flash port. And you can taste the difference. It's yeah. a lot more refined, mature sort of flavour to it. But, yeah, same thing. It's a sneaky nightcap sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, you wouldn't have a session on it. Otherwise, you're going to have pretty... Dehydration, baby. Yeah. But, no, look, I'm only normal beer and normal spirits. You know, I think I drink a lot of different stuff. Like, pretty much, I drink anything from above premium unleaded... To shit that tastes like licorice. Yeah, it's probably the only thing I can't do. I can't do um, uzo. uzo. I yeah, can't do yeah. uzo no, either, mate. But but I'll drink scotch. I'll drink bourbon. I'll drink rum. I'll drink whatever. Mm. Um, I don't really have a preference too much. Like I'm not stuck in one sort of rut. Yeah. Um, and I think that's where I've got to with the beers as well. Like mm. I'll just try anything and sort of yeah. appreciate it for what it is. I can sort of tell now that, um, like it's a good example of what it is, even if I don't like it. Um, it's it's a it it's a it's it is what it is meant to be like. Which is why I think I like watching your reviews is because that's why I was asking you earlier is in what's your normal drink that you like, mm. and also I appreciate that you'll read a can out when you're doing a review and say it says it's this, it says it's this, and then you'll drink it and go, hey, it, it was like that, that, it was that, so I'll give it a nine out of ten, even yeah. though maybe in your head you're thinking. Okay, that was a four because I don't like it, but yeah. it's it's it is what it says. Yeah. So fucking nine out of ten. And I can see you're doing the exact same thing. You're like tasting it and saying, "Look, I may not run out and buy that, yeah. but it is exactly what it says it is." So it's it's yeah. not bad. That's it's right. It's not my thing. Some people might like yeah. the fucking whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, like something out of these sixteen cans is giving me heartburn. Don't know what it was. Yeah, but something has. So <laughs> it's fucking working out what that thing was. Shout out to Nexium. But uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's right. right. Yeah. You blame um, the ginger, probably. probably. But no, it's uh, it's good stuff, mate. It's fucking really good. So I think now I had a look the other day. I've done a bit over five hundred and sixty episodes. Yeah. And I've I've been building them all into a can wall, uh, pretty much in me back. Oh, so you oh, kept them all there? Yeah, I've got, I've got every can that I've ever done. Yeah. Oh, How was that? That's sick. Yeah. So I've just. I've got a big TV on my back patio that I use to put the logo up on. And mm. then oh, I've been fighting with this can wall. I tried like double-sided sticky tape, didn't work. I tried bigger like double-sided Velcro, still falls off. Now I'm just using straight silicon. Yeah. Silicon them to the wall. So if I ever go to sell that house and move on, I'm going to have to write that wall <laughs> off and yeah. get the concrete ground back or something. But, yeah, there, there's a lot of cans. Um, there's, and you can see the ones that were beat up in the fridge when I've been out bush somewhere and still yep. filming them. But, yeah, I'm getting up to, oh, by the end of the month, it'll be 600 episodes or something. Oh, mate, I, I reckon it's fine. Tens. Like like, mm. Cam, like Cam was saying before, it's good sitting back of an Arvo and you put a thing up and you go, right, oh, what are we fucking trying today? Yeah. It's almost like you're in the in the thing of it, mate, and it's, um, no, it's a cool thing. So I hope we can steer a few people over towards you, bro, and to fucking have a bit of a look at it. And, like, mm. your merch and stuff like that, is that at the same – same website? Like yeah. if someone wants to go buy an OnlyCans fucking shirt, where yep. would they go and buy that? Yeah, pretty much everything is just candybrody.com. Candybrody.com. Yeah, yep. all, all the merch, stickers, patches, stubby coolers, um, and then, yeah, all the 3D printed stuff as well. So. Yeah. Which Mate, we I haven't that, dove into. That's right. I think that, that's yeah. that would be, be a good really drunken chat to have at the end here <laughs> is um, the 3D printing, brother. Like how did that all come about and, yeah. I guess it's the same thing, like just being interested in that mechanical sort of thing. I had them for a couple of years before I ever did anything commercial with them. I had like cheap Chinese ones you can get for like 300 bucks. Yep. And then I just find a problem 
at home. Like I, I was using the Yeti Colsters and they're obviously designed for a 375 mil can. And a lot of these cans are either um, 330s or 355s. So I made the little spaces that go in the bottom because you can use a bottle cap or a bit of foam or whatever, but it, it doesn't quite work. Yeah. So I made the exact, I think it's like 9.6 millimetres is one of them. And, yep. you know, so quick 3D print, draw that up in CAD, sell them on the website for 9.95 delivered. Yep. And it's a perfect thing to fit in the bottom to make it, it fit. Fits them exactly. Yeah. So I just make them in a twin set, sell those. But um, yeah, and then, days, that's good, though. mate. Because yeah, the bottle cap doesn't go too well. No, it works for a little bit. Yeah. No, that's fucking awesome, bro. And you also knocked up a couple of stacks for the croc lovers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how's fucking this? Well, I had another plan, and then I, I chickened out on it. So because you were struggling to, you know, come over to the croc lifestyle. Mm. I did message Queef and I said, oh, <laughs> what size Crocs does he take? And I was going to do it. But then I looked at it and I'm like, I'm about to spend about 120 bucks just massacring shoes. Yeah. So I was going to get a set of Crocs and I was going to cut the whole front off it and then put Rocco tops on it. And I was going to make Crocos. <laughs> ah, <laughs> so you nice. the Rocco top on a Croc. Yeah, right. And I was like, oh, I just can't bring myself to murder them. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I brought down a set of little Mack truck stacks to go on the side if you want to pick Yeah, them. that's pretty fucking Thanks, good. Thanks, mate. I'll fucking, I'll definitely put them on. Me fucking. Yeah. yeah. Set of headlights on the cunts as well. Yeah. But it's pretty impressive how much you can do with a 3D printer these days. Yeah. And like, obviously, I, I didn't design those. You just go on a website. Yep. There's tons of designs on there you can get for free. So how did yep. you get Fingers. into the, like, the whole 3D printing thing, bro? Like, did you just dabble in something? You're like, oh, it'd be cool to be able to make something I want to make? Or how did that come about? I just saw it on YouTube, I think, yeah. and it just interests me. Like, I still want a CNC plasma table. I've always wanted one for years, and um, I was hoping to work with ArcDroid, which is a mob that make a affordable one, and it's a plasma table that just comes out on a single arm. I don't, I don't know if you've seen that before. Instead of having yeah. the whole X, Y axis thing, it just comes out on an arm, and it's like more of a hobbyist level CNC plasma. And um, keen to work with those guys for the YouTube build side of things. Yeah. But then obviously the, the 3D printer, it's just a CNC hot glue gun. Like yeah. that's all it is, just X, Y axis with a glue gun on it. Um, and I've used it for heaps of things. Like when I did the Cape trip, nothing broke on the car, touch wood, but one of the little window latches broke in the back and I was about to go buy a new one and I had the old one. And I thought, oh, let's get a set of verniers, measure it up and just print it a new one. Yeah, wow. So yeah. like it's just so handy. Um and not that hard to do if you know how to assemble a basic electronic bit of gear or, or even follow instructions. Yeah. And if you know basic things like you've got to home the 3D printer where the nozzle homes down the bottom and then you adjust the bed with a bit of like paper as a feeler gauge to get the right setting between the nozzle and the bed. Mm. Now, you've got to know some basic mechanical functions, but you can get them for 300 bucks. Yeah. But then as I've gone on, now I buy ones from the Czech Republic and they're about 1600 bucks. Yeah, right. Delivered. But... Everything's automatic. It's auto bed leveling, auto feed of the plastic, mm. auto ejects the plastic. Yeah, because yeah, right. like, like Quinn, like Queef yeah. over here, everyone loves the Queef, exactly. and <laughs> Queef has dabbled into the three uh, D printing scene himself here sure in, in CQ. Mm. So, what what question have you got, Queef? Here? How many in but, your fleet, Ken? I've got seven at the moment. Yeah, and that was on the back of the little spaces blowing up in in, in January this year. I, I could not keep up. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I was in some heavy hurt um, until the <laughs> other ones showed up. So I've got three of the Flash ones, three of the Chinese ones, and then another Flash Forge. But eventually I think I'll change them out to all the, the Flash mm. ones. But, um, 
It's good because, yeah. like, with the spaces and shit, like, you're sort of marrying the two worlds, like, your content-based stuff and then your interest for 3D printing as well. Mm. Do you feel like that kind of helped spaces go off, like, when you made a video about it and all that sort of stuff? Or? Yeah, it was definitely the video. Like, it, it, it was because I saw people posting that they, they were using bottle caps and bits of foam and bits of cardboard, and I was like, oh. Yeah. I've, I've been making these things for a while now. Mm. And I, d- I did cop some hate, you know, like, why would you buy this when you can just put a bottle cap in the bottom? Well... It's not the same thing. It's no. this is precisely designed to fit the can, and and they're cheap. Um, but I wasn't expecting that video to get shared as much as it did. I think it's the Facebook platform where people can share it to their own page, mm. and then someone else shares it. Someone else shares that, and then next second I had like a thousand orders and had yep. to quickly buy more printers. But um, so this is like that's where everyone will go to the same website, right, to get all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, sweet. Yeah, everything's on the same site. Yeah. What's yeah. the like? What's the most expensive range? Like, you're just saying sixteen hundred bucks is pretty good. Oh, that's cheap. That's still cheap. If you go into industrial level ones, like if you're doing medical products or aerospace or something, you'd be looking at hundred and fifty thousand. Yeah, right. Yeah, and there's so much in it too. Like, these just print plastic, and the plastic I use is just PLA, which is sort of like a hobby plastic. If I need to print something to go on the car, I'll use. ABS or PETG, yep. which is more thermal resistance. So sort of once you print it, that's it. If you leave that in the sun, like glaring sun on a dash, it'll become a little bit tacky. Yeah. But for what I use it for, it's fine. Yeah. Yep. But you know, for the window in the back of my car sitting in the sun, you need to use ABS or PETG. Some of them let off noxious gases. So I think ABS might let off cyanide or something. Oh, right. <laughs> so you need like an enclosed chamber that's vented and that sort of stuff. Yeah. But then you get up to different types of printers you print with lots of different materials you can get ones that are got sintered bits of metal in them where you cook them in a kiln after it's printed it gets out of control yeah right so a lot of the podcasts i listen to are weird ones it's like 3d printing today or yeah yeah yeah, very well i suppose it's a very niche market of of what you're actually going for isn't it and that's one of the best things about podcasts and youtube is you can find pretty much these days, if you're into anything, something, anything. you can find someone yeah. that's into it as well. Most of mm. the stuff I listen to is, you know, how to do YouTube, Shopify, yeah, all that sort of stuff, and then yep. and then more of my social things like Rogan, you guys, that's yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, a bit of a sure. laugh. Did you um with CAD? Did you get that like mainly from being a fitter and turner and just on the back, or did yeah. you pick that up while 3D printing? Oh, look, from dabbling in a little bit of the CNC machining side of things, yeah, was always a huge interest. I just like creating stuff, so mm. yeah. I, I use Fusion 360. And, yeah, nice. And and you know, that's another whole thing. It's like using Microsoft Excel, you know, if you use that at work. Mm. You learn how to do one formula. And unless you do that again at some time in the next six months, you forget how to do it. Yeah. yeah. So when you're correct. designing stuff in Fusion 360, you forget how to do chamfers, how to do threads, how to do – it's so much. Yeah. Talking and, about this thread, because Yeti has yeah, pretty much made it hard to um, do a few modifications. Yeah. What is it, mate? Oh. A, yeah, talk us through. You, you that's brought a, a little. That's you, a weird setup for a thread as yeah. a fitter. I you, see why they've done it. Um, so the original thread was just a standard thread. We're so. talking about the Yeti cooler here, guys. Too. Yeah, like, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so the original Yeti Colster, the V1, it was a little bit bigger diameter, a um, little bit thicker in the wall thickness. The extension I made for that, yeah, it, it, it just screwed on easy, and then the rubber ring goes back on the top. When they made the V2. Obviously, it's a thinner wall thickness and it's got a more rounded top. And that's to stop you dribbling on yourself because the other one was 
very square edge on the top, and you sort of had to throw them back. Yeah. So, so the V two V two is yeah. like the design, the so next that, design up, which has a different fucking yeah, thread on yeah. it, right? The first yeah. one is yeah. like cooler. So American. I thought it was going to be the same, and then yeah, someone emailed me and said, "Oh, hey bud, this thing doesn't fit," and I said, "Oh shit, okay." And I did a bit of research into it, and yeah, I found out that they brought out the V two. So it's actually the whole thing is a smaller diameter. So I had to pretty much redesign the whole lot. And then the thread they use is not a, it's not a normal off the shelf thread like a UNC or no. Something if you go like and that. look at your Yeti cooler at home, holy, that's a different. Yeah. Thing. So I sort of had to measure it with thread pitch gauges and verniers and figure out like how much drop the thread had in a quarter of a rotation, and then I had to draw a helical in Fusion three hundred and sixty. It took <laughs> six hours or something, but I just like draw a helical, but only I. I only wanted a quarter of it, and then I had to redo it and turn it a quarter every time. So pretty much what's happened is Yeti have tried to stop blokes like you from doing this, and you have outsmarted the cunts. Well, I'm happy. So... I'm, I'm happy for them to come buy out the design. <laughs> that's right. For a yeah, small that's right. Fee, so, but but that's what I mean. Like they yeah. they probably went fuck this. Too many people are doing this, and you're just like, tell you what, motherfucker, I will. Yeah. Put and something. with a name like two cans, one cup, they should be sitting. <laughs> they should be sitting in your inbox right now. Oh, no. <laughs> that's right. Oh, two no. cans, one cup, baby. How good's that? So yeah. it's an extension to add an extra can while you're out being That's a right. If, you, if you're jumping into your buggy, jumping into your quad, jumping into the boat or going down to the beach fishing, you don't have a big esky with you, you might have fucking more room in your guts for one can. You're going to get the Always. two cans, one cup, baby. And that's where you put one on top of the other. It screws in and uh, happy days. Yeah. Yeah. Only cans can help you out with that. Exactly. Head to the website, bro. <laughs> yeah, so that suits the two three, uh, the two three seventy five more cans. So, mm. and, and that was the exact thing, you, you know, you jump into buggy to go for a cruise, get some firewood, and one can is not, just not going to cut it. So yep. you stack one on top of the other. No. Happy days, mate. I won't take credit for the idea. Me mate Cody from Sick Puppy Cody 4x4, he sort of came up with the idea, and, and I'm just the guy that does the CAD design and then makes it all. Mm. But, um, yeah, genius idea. He went nuts with the first thread idea. Can't do it so much with this one, but you could put as many as you want on top of that. Oh, so yeah. he had like a beer staff with seven beers, like a wizard. And yeah, he went nuts with it. But, yeah. um, no, so you had the full staff party with the original ones. Yeah. Heck, was that? Save the duct tape down the fucking Esplanade. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, mate, where do you reckon? So just to finish off, where do people go to check out your stuff? Your YouTube, the only cans, all the stuff, where are they going? Just one last time. Just pretty much the two separate things. So yep. there's all the YouTube stuff with the builds, the gear reviews all that sort of outdoors content. Mm. So on YouTube, uh, Facebook, Insta, everything, that's all just Kenny B. Yep, Kenny B. Kenny yep. space B, B yep. for Bob. And then all the Anakin's beer review stuff, same again, um, Insta, TikTok, Facebook, yep. and it's all just only cans, one word. Sweet as, man. Hey, thanks so much for coming in today, bro. I've had a ball. I'm, I'm fucking drunk. <laughs> So, so happy days. Yeah, but yeah. I've I've really enjoyed today's episode, and um, everyone wanting to go out and check out a bike who's just fucking having a crack. Exactly what we like promoting. Go check out this legend and 100%. everything he's doing. So, thanks, mate. Appreciate yeah, it. Thanks, Samuel. Stay the fuck Appreciate out of each other. Cheers. Cure them what you want, knee knockers, golden nuggets, thigh slappers. But our friends at Manscapes refer to them as the boys. Not every man has children, but every man is responsible for their two boys below the waist. 
When your little guys have more hair than they need, trust Manscaped for all your grooming dreams. Boys need love too, so join the 10 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com and using the code ALPHABLOKES for 20% off plus free shipping. You heard it here first. The boys are back in town. Every man knows how scary it can get when you're going for the close shave below the waist. That's why I trust Manscaped for all my sensitive areas. Introducing the Lawnmower family, including the Lawnmower Pro 3.0 Plus and the 4.0 Pro and the 5.0 Ultra. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. For the best your boys have ever looked, trust Manscaped. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.